following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Welcome back to Gorilla Radio Live, episode nine. Number nine. I'm K-Mac. And I am Young Neil. Young Neil. So this episode is about... Secrets and and lies. First, can I just say uh, a happy uh, Lunar New Year, happy Chinese New Year to all of our our Oriental fans out there. Yeah, actually, so what is it? It's it's the... um, Year of the Pig. Chinese Year of the Pig. Yeah, and you know... I actually don't know the Chinese. I remember it was, I want to say Ni Hao. But oh, I how to say not. Happy New Year in Chinese. Yeah, because I can't, I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's um, a Happy New Year. <laughs> a very Happy New Year. Do you, do you, that's the Chinese. <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah. how they say it to me. Yeah. So the thing I don't know about this, and, and we'll, we'll, before we get into Secrets and Lies, we'll clarify this. Yep. So we go with the Chinese New Year. Yes. Is there a Japanese New Year? Um, is there year a, of is there a Vietnamese New Year? Probably, is I reckon. So Japan would be year of the sushi roll. Yeah, yeah. Viet, Just for a change, Vietnam would be year of the Viet Cong. VC. <laughs> I say the other name for him. I'm just trying to think of all racial stereotypes. Yeah, year of the farmers also being soldiers. Yeah, um, Korea. It's year of the nuclear bomb. Do you know what I think? And, and this is going to sound a little sad. and make, It'll make you sad. But every time I think Koreans, I just go, it's the year of the dog. Because <laughs> they farm dogs. Oh. I know. It's, it would be good. And then it would be like the year of the dog. And they're like, yeah, we're going to eat all the dogs this year. Yeah. You're like, you're going to what? Yeah. Well, in, in North Korea, it's still year of Kim Jong-un. They have their own year. Oh, really? They've got like, he's like, fuck your calendar, my calendar. And it's like okay. year seven or something. Yeah. Where they've got that. So he just says the same. Does it, on, on the opening day, do they give out free bowl haircuts? I don't think they give shit out in that country. No, man. that's true too. <laughs> you got to get in a big line for a bowl haircut. Do you th- a do grain you, of rice. Do you think, uh, if you've got a bowl haircut, do you think you get further up the line than everyone else? <laughs> Because I, I often wonder about the conspiracy. Is is it? There are there are mandated haircuts, aren't there? Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure. It I seems got, to be the the case in most of that you can have like, you can wear a certain thing, have a certain haircut. Yeah, like you gotta. You know, just be careful. Don't go racist and go. They all look the same. I'm not, but <laughs> <laughs> it's more like you ever start a video game. You got the creator character. Yep, but you haven't unlocked any cool shit. So you got you got like three haircuts, yeah, three yeah, shirts, yeah. three pairs of pants. Yeah, that's what they are. They okay. haven't unlocked any of the 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 added bonuses of it, being North Korean. Isn't it bizarre that a, a tiny little border determines like which side you appear on that border determines what sort of lifestyle you're going to leave? South Korea versus North Korea. Yeah, that's the the DMZ. I think they call it. Yeah, it's fucked up. Drag- yeah. Is it DMZ or no? Because I keep I'm thinking DBZ, but that's Dragon Ball Z. 
Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. It's teams. It's but they're because, yeah. Demilitarised zone. The, I'll shoot you if you come over here. We'll shoot you if you go over there thing. Yeah. But, yeah. but like, there's a whole industry of North Koreans escaping to the south. Uh, is it an industry? Yeah, like, there's a full business about it. Fucking knows. Yeah. Like, they're getting boats out to Australia. Same thing, same scenario. I don't think they'd make it. From Korea, North Korea to Australia, that'd be a big boat ride. You could stop a lot of places on the way. Yeah, they go via Thailand. Oh, okay. Yeah. They stop off, full moon party. And that's it, they get fucked up, Miller. We're never going yeah, back. That's it, they're like, fucking, this is paradise. Yeah, and then they'll. So, Korean New Year, why, why is the Chinese Year so important? Because there's a lot of Chinese people. Is that, is that what it is? There's a fair few. There's at least. And most of the people are Chinese. A billion, yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's quite a few. Like you can, you can, that's a generalization you can say about people. Like it's, like it's very likely that someone is Chinese based off the numbers. Yeah. Like, so if you're describing someone, they're like, I just saw this guy and he you know, did something, you know, he stole a car. Was he Chinese? That's not racist. That's just playing the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he Chinese? No. Was he Indian? No. Okay, we can then acquit yeah. two-thirds of the planet. Yeah, because see, the Pakistanis, the Bahrainians, the the uh, Sri Lankans. Tibetans. Yeah, well, they hide, they hide out in India. Oh, okay. Yeah, they hide out in the northern India. Um, they all get tossed in as Indians. So you're Pakistani and they are oh, you're but that's like when people call New Zealanders Australian. Yeah, they don't cop that. New Zealanders fucking hate it. Hate it. But they basically are. We should just change New Zealand to like, you know, East Tasmania. Yeah. yeah. Give it actually I'll tell you what's funny, a mate of mine who was a Kiwi used to have a shirt and had a big big um New Zealand on it. Yeah. And it had North Island. South Island, and there was a tiny little Australia. And it had next one had Mouth Island. Mouth Island. Yeah. In other words, yeah, they just fucking mouths over there. Yeah. What is there? Six of them. I think we've got the upper hand here. Yeah. I think uh, four million. Yeah. Sydney's, yeah. Po- Sydney's right. population. All right, then East Tasmania, calm down. <laughs> All right, let's going to call them show. New South Australia. Do you think they got secrets and lies? You feel that? about to get bumpy. Secrets and lies. Secrets and lies. Fibs, yeah. as they are sometimes known. Fibs. Well, I, I, we should have looked that up, actually. What are, what are fibs? Yeah, that's something I grew up with. My mum would say. That's like are a, you telling fibs? That's a kid's word. Yeah. Like fib. Yeah. Um, fluff. <sighs> willy. When you, say, when you say fib, and let's have a look at it on a realistic point of view. If you say to your child, are you telling fibs? What do you think the kid's going to say? No. Exactly. Yes. No, he's going to go No. All those kids' words, man, they're like one of my biggest fears. What? Well, you know, like the, 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 the sort of nerfed words that children use? Yeah. One of my biggest fears is that I go to prison. And then... I don't, I don't plan on going to prison. Yeah. I, I, here's, a, here's, here's me revealing 
a secret. A secret. But I go to prison. Yeah. And I get put in a cell, and it's like you know some big tattoo load. Like the type of imagine the guy you don't want to be put in a prison cell with. Baba. Baba. That's it. Always Baba. He's got like fucking a Schwartz sticker on his head. Yeah. He's got like it was a shirt, but then he cut the sleeves off because he's hardcore. And then he talks like a child. Like Mike Tyson. So he jumps down, he looks at me and goes, I heard you're a dibba dobba. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like he and just, you're going, he, nah? excuse me? Yeah, well, you better not tell on me. Otherwise, I'll make you suck my willy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my biggest fear. Because that shit's scarier than like regular Coming out of a big Scary, game. I heard you're a snitch. Yeah. I heard you told the teacher on someone in court. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. You're getting murdered tonight, son. You wouldn't sleep. Never. No. I don't sleep anyway. Okay. So that's that's your that's your fear. That's, that's your biggest fear. That's like that's my most thought about fear. I think about this quite regularly. Yeah. That's ninety percent of my thoughts. Okay. Like if I were to get <laughs> if I were to go to prison. Oh yeah, the yeah, guy. Yeah. I'm, like, I don't want to go to prison. Yeah, like that's just a general, yeah, a fear that I, I'm because you can make a mistake and go to prison. Like you can hit someone with your car, and you genuinely like, yeah, didn't mean to, like a manslaughter charge, and you go to prison. Yeah, like you still go to prison. I don't want that shit to happen, but I just don't want Bubba to talk like a six-year-old. Yeah, because that's the scariest thing that a man can do. Yeah. It's like in the same context. I'm wet my pants. <laughs> Fuck off. Like here's the rules of the cell. Yeah. No doing fluffs. <laughs> I like that. Fluffs. No doing fluffs. Did you did you grow up with fluffs before no. you allowed to say fart? No. You allowed to say fart? Yeah. I don't, it was never. Like, I don't. It was never. A, was it to you? Were I, you was fart a bad word as yeah, a child? Yeah, dude. I couldn't use fart. Couldn't say fart. Nope. Oh man, my, my family must have been hardcore. We were saying fart left, right, and center. Yeah. Fart, my, fart, fart. My my mate Big M, his family, they were allowed to say fuck. Oh, yeah, it was it was pretty. Cool. I don't know when I started being allowed to say fuck. I'm pretty sure I'm still not. Yeah, it's it's a funny. Well, it becomes a respect thing. So, for instance, my mother brought in. It's going to sound stupid, and I feel stupid saying it. Right. Yeah. Fluff came later. As uh, in? Like, that, that was... Like when you were like 16? Yeah. <laughs> she had enough of fart. That was 22. <laughs> um, no, and... Crackers. Crackers? She would say... Oh, see, I feel stupid saying it. I can't even look at you and say it. My mother would say, did you do crackers? I don't know, I know. Crackers sounds like the name of a family pet and that question sounds <laughs> different in that context. You know it's one I can't stand? Chippies. What? Would you like some chippies? Oh, yeah. But yeah, then yeah. people keep saying it. Yeah. Like this woman came up to the bar and she's like, gave me a five and then she goes, can I get some change? You want to get some chippies? I was like, just fucking say chips. Yeah. I, was ang- I didn't know this person. I hate her now. She's like, chippies. Some Jackson chippies. Yeah, I don't like chippies. Some chippies. Oh, you fuck. And you know, depending <clears throat> on where you go, like if you go to the UK, yeah. if you're going down to the local chippy, that's a chippy van. That's a van. I thought a chippy was a carpenter. Well, that's another term we use. But in uh, the UK, it's your chippies. Like, but like not, a fish and chip shop. Yeah, yeah, but it'll be a van. And it'll go, oh, there's a local chippy down the road. Let's go down the chippy van, right? 
and there'd be some guy in a, doing a fry up in a vans are for selling ice cream. But we like food vans, remember? We do. But that was the early invention but trucks. of it. But then you've got also remember if you go to Scotland, for instance, yeah, they'll sell you smoked fish in a fucking wrapped newspaper, like with fucking print on it. That's hectic. Yeah, <laughs> but that's where Chippy comes from. But in UK, was that where Mister Whippy came from? No. Originally, it was Mister Chippy. Uh, I don't know. No, no, because they, they still say Chippy. Mister Whippy's a different. Mister uh, Whippy's an actual brand. We weren't. My grandmother wouldn't buy it, like, tried to deter us from wanting Mr. Whippy by saying that she saw him pick his nose once. No. And she did we, not. She was just like, Mr. Whippy picks his nose. And we're like, well, we don't want them. They don't, that ice cream streets for us. Yeah. You know what? Just on the streets thing, my uncle and my father at one stage worked for streets. Yeah. So we had a freezer full of streets. When I was weird. Like boxes of them. When I was weird. Yeah. My grandmother works for streets. Still, no, not anymore. But did but she work? They might have worked together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, my dad, my dad actually tells a story that he he used to. Now it's not anymore. Callum Park, right? Callum Park's a place in. I guess you call it Leichhardt. Yeah, it's on the other side of Balmain. It's Leichhardt. Okay. And it's a massive park area, and actually the New South Wales headquarters for the New South Wales Ambulance Service is there. All right. But it used to be a mental home. Yep. And my dad used to deliver the ice creams to the mental home. Oh, that'd be this good. is a pretty good secret, actually. I'm giving him up here. Fuck him. He doesn't listen. He doesn't know how to use a podcast. Fuck him. But he used to d- deliver the ice creams there. So when they brought new drivers in or offsiders, they had offsiders then, the driver would drive in and go, right, mate, you get out and fucking deliver oh, he the ice cream. He hadn't earned the right to drive yet. He was still the ice cream yeah, boy. Yeah. And my dad was an offsider for, for fucking years. Like, yeah. And summertime came... And, uh, yeah, he'd be an offsider in, in, on holidays and stuff. Anyway, um, he used to take the young blokes down to Callum Park, tell them where to go, and, they, and give them directions to walk into, like, the full mentally insane people. Yeah. And then he'd fuck off in the truck. And the kid would drop the ice creams in and then he'd be in the middle of where the fuck do these go and these people... <laughs> like it was that fucking... Like a zombie apocalypse yeah, for yeah. ice cream. And because in those days, I'd just lock them in a cage and like... The... Poke them with a stick. <laughs> that, that was how we treated the mentally ill, just... Yeah. I don't know, tie no fence post. That's... Oh, we, and there was no consideration. They were just... Oh, no, they're fucked. Put them over there. And so that was... That's the streets. That's where my oh, dad and my okay. dad got from streets and... Went from being a streets driver to a, a brick truck. But, um, yeah. But Can't my, eat bricks. No. It wasn't as fun when he brought them home. No, it was fucked. So we used to get to my uncle's place to still work there. Yeah. But, yeah, just um, yeah, have an endless, endless supply. See, on, that, on, the, on the parents thing and, and secrets and lies. Yeah. Did you have any secret? You know how parents lie to their kids about things? So Heaps just of things. A, Constant fucking lie. Look. <laughs> I, and I've been the parent that's got, lied to him. We got the Mister Whippy picks his nose. Yeah, and one I really want to hear a lot is people that don't like. Oh, I don't drink soft drink or whatever. My mum told me when I was a kid I don't like sugar. Oh, and then it sort she of, told you. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I've met a few people like that who their parents are just like you don't like sugar, and they're like, well, I don't like sugar, and then they just don't like don't drink don't drink sugary drinks, which is not a bad thing. No, it works. But, but here's the alternative I, <laughs> my mum came up with. Yeah. I know we don't drink soft drink in this house. There's too much sugar in it. But over there's a four-litre bottle of cordial. Knock yourself out. <laughs> and I'm serious. a four-litre bottle of sugar. Yeah. Put it in the water. And that's what we grew up with because it was a cheaper alternative for sugar. Yeah, for sure. But 
and here is a major, major secret of mine. And I'm, I fucking love this. It's not a secret. I'm proud as fuck. So it's a secret though. My grandmother, Nan Dulcie, used to have a bottle of GI cordial, right, which is a green uh, cordial. Was it like cottage? It's fucking better. G- it. It, it was called GI after the American Army GI. Doubt it. Yeah. No, no, no. It Doubt was it better. was better than cotties. I'll, I'll take the fucking Pepsi challenge with this one, I'm <laughs> telling you. And uh, she always had a bottle for me sitting at home, sitting in the kitchen. Oh. And uh, and she referred to me by my first two names. Never just one. Always throw in my middle name. Yep. And uh, and she'd say to me, "Would you like it?" And even when I was an adult, I'd go over and see my pop, sit down. And she goes, "I oh, go and sit next to pop. Do you want a beer?" I go, "Nah, nah, nah. No, I'm right." Are you sure pop's having a beer? I go, "No, nah, no." Nah. She goes, "Do you want a GI cordial?" I go, "Yeah, I do." Fuck yeah. Yeah. So that's hectic. I never grew up with soft drink. You grew up with cordial. Yeah. But I never heard the I never heard the sugar story of I just heard oh no 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 kids don't drink soft drink kids don't kids drink. don't drink so there's the fucking lies oh, they tell you there you go yeah but Santa Claus is the biggest fucking lie and yeah Santa Claus the the um, Easter fairy. Bunny the Tooth Fairy the sock gnomes um, sock gnomes sock gnomes <laughs> nah I don't know that sock one. gnomes come take your socks no no. It, and just by chance, is this around the age of 14? Because <laughs> you've got two older brothers. <laughs> I think you As a reference to South Park. Oh, okay. But okay. No, there was no sock gnomes. Oh, okay. Because I'm thinking your brother's knocking your socks off the joke off into. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm. That's the that's, sock gnome. I hope not. I hope there was no. You're thinking about it now, aren't you? What, jerking off into a sock? No, not doing it, but your brother's doing it with your socks. I'm not socks. thinking about my brother's jerking off into <laughs> socks. I'm thinking about no one jerking off into <laughs> socks. There's no sock jerking. No one's ever... Have you ever jerked off into a sock? Uh, who, who can tell? <laughs> Secrets and lies, yes. man. Secrets and Secrets lies. Secrets and lies. I, um... You're thinking about those no, socks. No, I'm just trying to... Just... You're thinking about putting them back on the feet afterwards, man. Oh. Like you did in a public bathroom and just... Put it back on your feet to keep warm. <laughs> Actually, oh, here's, a, here's a good secret. Go for it. It's not mine. That's Big M's, right? Yeah. But I don't think you'd be offended. I think we'll probably get him on the show one time and we'll just go, answer the question, answer the question. We'll put, it, we'll put like a, 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 we'll darken the room, put a light over his head like it's yeah. an interrogation. Yeah. Yeah. He has this incredible habit. He's fucking. I'm laughing before we get there. Is he still jerking off in the socks? Is this where we're about here? No, no, no. No, he's giving up on that. He, no. We're walking down the dark side. He has a habit. It doesn't matter where you go. He's got to have a shit as soon as you get there. (laughs) As soon. It doesn't matter where you go. That's that's being territorial. He's just got to have a shit. So we were driving. One day we're, we're only. Barely, I think we're still in high school. Oh, Youngins. Just, to end up, just out of high school. Youngins. Coming and, of age. And we decided to go and do the test to be in the fire brigade. Yeah. And it was just a, fuck, we'll just do the test and see what happens. And, and the story is with the fire brigade, apparently, is that you, you, you have to do two or three tests before you get in anyway. Anyway, we've done one. Like that was. So we're driving towards the city. I can't even remember where the tests were held, but we're on Cleveland Street. All right. It's a busy fucking street. For we sure. Pull up at a red light. He go, he's driving, right? He's, I'm in the back seat and he's driving and he goes, oh, I've got to have a shit. And we're going, well, 
can't wait. No, no, I've got to go now. Pulls the handbrake on, puts it in the park, pulls the handbrake, jumps out because at the set of lights, at the set of lights right on the right hand side was a pub. Yeah. Me and my mate are sitting in the back because the passenger goes, oh, I've got to have one too. He jumps out. The two of us are sitting in the back going, what the fuck is going on? Right? So Murray jumps out. He gets in the front and um, we, we drive off to the side of the road and, and the other two come back. And So that, that's his thing about having a shit. Now, yeah. the reason I tell you that because this is his big secret. He can't go down. He must have gone through, I reckon, it'd be in the dozen sets of undies <laughs> where he's got to have a shit somewhere and wipes his ass with his undies and just throws his undies off, leaves them there. I, I even I was on the golf course with him once. Oh, lovely. It's too far to get back there. I've got to have a shit behind I the think, tree. I think once you do it once, you've sort of passed that. Like you, you're willing, you do it once, you do it a thousand times. Like he's like, fuck it, this is, this is the norm now. And I go, just wait till we get back. No, 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 I've got to go now, I've got to go now. So he squatted behind the tree and had a shit and he used... A cut up bit of rag that he had to wipe his clubs with to wipe his ass, left it there and left it on the golf course. Oh, that's lovely. That's I don't think I've ever shat in nature. His secret. I think I've ever done uh, bush poos. Um, I did it on a camp at school. Yeah. That's the only time. I'm very, very particular about where I go. I'm not. As long as there's an actual bathroom, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Time, yeah. I'm not going to fucking go bush. Yeah. I had to on a camp. I'd lasted three days without it. Oh, and it was the third day. And I was on the verge. Nasty. I was on the verge of explosion. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the ironic part was the bloke said, just go around there, go up there, blah, blah, blah. And I went, yeah. And he was down on the riverbank in this big broken tree. And he's just like hands back looking, going, like he had the best. I was crouching down near this tree. Anyway, a mate of mine said to me later, fuck, I'm giving up secrets here, aren't I? <laughs> it's gone very quickly in the toilet humour yeah. again. But this mate of mine said to me, after I'd come back and I was, yeah. I was literally two kilos lighter <clears throat> and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, and I'd been eating corn th- for three days. <laughs> You'd been eating stuff out the can. So, yeah, it, corn doesn't digest that well. So anyway, mate of mine says, oh, I've got to go. Where did you go? And I said, listen, just go around there. <laughs> you go. go do shit on your shit. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so he's piled it next to mine, literally. To what we didn't know, that in two hours' time or an hour's time when we packed <laughs> up and left, it was on the fucking track. <laughs> so we're walking up and the teacher's going off. He said, look at this, dirty bastard. Someone's leaving their shit in. There was like, a bear around here. Yeah, and it was bear quality too. Like it was crazy. <laughs> so that's... Um, that's fantastic. That's... Um, and we'll lift the tempo in a minute. But that's... <laughs> that's we'll, we'll steer away from the... Uh, yeah, I much prefer talking about my nan serving me GI cordial. Yeah, that was sure. <laughs> but yeah, that's... Uh, I miss my nan. I still miss my nan today. Isn't that sad? It's, uh, no, man, that's awesome. means you had a good nan. Oh, she was awesome. That's it. That's the way. Yeah, she was the best chicken. Is if you're like, I don't miss my nan. Like, that'd be sad. Yeah. Like, if you said, ah, fuck her. Ah, she's dead, fuck her. Move on. No, my name was cool. <laughs> All right, there's secrets. What about lies? Lies. Why do you think people tell lies? Oh, you know, because they're fun. Are they fun? I think I think it can be fun to lie. In like why, like when when there's no repercussions. Like for so for example, I work in customer service. Someone asks me a question about me. You got a fifty percent chance that I'm going to tell the truth. Yeah. And a fifty percent chance that I'm just going to tell utter bullshit. Yeah. Just because it's a fun story to tell. Like, there's no... I'm not going, oh, I could... I'm not big-noting myself. Like, I could lift a car over my head or 
I once stopped a dog attacking a baby. Yeah. Like, I'm not telling, like, but if someone's like, you know, where do you live? And I'll be like, you know, uh, Wollongong. And then just fucking tell them about Wollongong. I don't know anything about Wollongong. Yeah. Just because there's no, so it can be fun to lie. So when they say a white lie. Yeah. Is that opposed to a black lie? But no one says that. I feel like there'd be racial connotations. People would be upset. It'd be like a black lie. Why is it going to be about race? Yeah, yeah. So we say a white lie. In, in that context of what See, you're talking about... See, to me, a white lie is a fib. Right. Like, that's a fib. But in that context, well, you're taking the piss because that's what you're doing. Yeah. Do you consider that lying? I don't consider that lying. Well, it's not, it's telling, it's not telling the truth. Yeah, okay. So if it's you want to break it down by fiction. definition. Fiction? Fiction, yeah. great authors are probably fantastic liars because they're saying this thing happened that didn't. Yeah. But then so other people lie from insecurities to get things because... Ah, so that's manipulation now. That's what that's, I, that's that's what I consider lie. a lie. That's what yeah. I consider a lie. Well, that's a bad lie. Yeah. That's a... Yeah. That's so a black lie. I can tell you, you a, of a story when you... Well, I'm talking about... When people ask you questions, and yeah. I, I can tell you a story of a, a New Year's Eve we had with the boys, all the boys running amok in Newcastle. Yeah. And this is where I tail off into a good storyteller. That a particular mate of mine, the name of Fingers, <coughs> is plays along with it, right? Yeah. And it just got out of control. Now, it may be the state of mind I was in, it may be alcohol affected. Allegedly, could have been chemicals. It's a very, very hard way to say. I don't want to get. You may have been in an altered conscious state. Absolutely, but I was in a very, very happy mood. Yes, and I couldn't. I was at. We started at the brewery. Yep, I think it's called the brewery in Newcastle. Anyway, we ended up in some club. And for this trip, I bought these shirts at the markets. Right. Yeah. And there was two, two types. There was one. Black and orange one, and, a, and I think a, a blue, a blue and black one. But basically, there were flames. So it was like, oh, so it was cool as fuck. Oh, in my own head, it was. <laughs> I thought it's it was flame shirts. But it was like the bottom of it was the dark color, and then it was they burst into flames up to the top where it was like the lighter color, right? What happened was, and I, I, I bought them at the markets. And it wasn't like people, you know, when you go to a, a shirt or you go to a shop and everyone's wearing the same fucking shirt, right? We're going away on New Year's and it's about having a happy time. And this is me going, I'm going to yeah. be different. This is what I want. So it was, it was like Paddy's markets at fucking Flemington, I think I bought them. So anyway, we go to this and I've got, I've got the, the red and orangey flames. Like I'm on The f- cool I'm, shirt. I'm on fire. In my <laughs> head, again, you know, when you get Strutting to that Strutting about, flame shirt. Yeah. You got a cane. Yeah. You got like the, the hat that. Um, what's that black dude's name? You're being racist, man. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just fucking with no, you. The black dude with the hat. Diesel someone? No, that's Vin Diesel. He's white. Is he? Ah, like a Kangol hat. Oh, you're talking about Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, you got yeah. like a Samuel Jackson, a cane, a flame shirt. Yeah, uh, flame got, shirt was hot. You got like snakeskin boots on, man. You're cool as shit. Do you know what the difference was? And this, this is, and it's peacocking, right? And, and what we talk, talked about before with peacocking. Yeah. It was just that no one else had it. That's it. You're, yeah. tra- you're standing out, man. Yeah. For sure. So I'm always up for a chat. Yeah. 
So anyway, we go to this club and we're having a laugh and, and I just had dudes going, fuck, man, I love your shirt. Not one woman. Not, not one. Not one <laughs> so you woman. you know it's a bad shirt. Yeah, not one woman said anything. And the blokes kept going, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, fuck, man, that's a, that's a mad shirt. <laughs> I go, yeah, cheers. And then all of a sudden I just go, yeah, yeah, I import them from Bali. I've, I've got, and Thailand I've got. And ne- <laughs> next minute... Neck minute, right? Neck minute. Fingers is there and Fingers is like, yeah, yeah, tell them where you get the shirt. And, and a guy would be going, oh, is that your mate? Is that, that's a fucking cool shirt. He goes, yeah, yeah, no, he, he, he's got a shop. He's got a surf shop, <laughs> right? I go, yeah, yeah, I've got a surf shop because we're in Newcastle, right? Why not? So now we get to, we're talking about telling lies, right? Yeah. But this is just bending the truth. This is how I look at it. We're I having don't think f- you've bent the truth. I think you've invented the truth well, at that, that stage. That's right. And so well, that, that, that's exactly what I've done, right? But we're having a laugh about it. So we picked the most obscure place that you'd have a surf shop in Sydney, Appen, right? <laughs> I don't even know where Appen is. Out the back of Campbelltown. Why would you have a surf shop there? You wouldn't. <laughs> but you, we said, yeah, yeah, no, it's, we get heaps of surfers coming through here on the way down the coast. Yeah. No. No, of course you no, don't. you fucking don't. What All you those get? bush surfers we get. Appen gets bikers going there on Sundays for rides and having beer at the pub. That's yeah. it. And then, um, but they do have a pie shop there, and it's true that we would use Appen to go to the beach down the coast, right? Or head down the coast. Yeah. So we're going. Yeah, yeah. I got a surf shop, and then all of a sudden, a surf shop name kicks in. Can't even tell you what it was. Can you? Can you at least take a guess? Leave it with me because it'll come back to me. El Flame Surf Shop. No, it was just a bit of – the idea was to just be so far away from surf, like surf's fucked or surf shit. It wasn't like that. It was – anyway, and he goes, Steve's yeah, Steve's yeah. tires or something. Fucking no, absurd. but it had, it had surf in it. But it, oh, okay. surf sucks, I think it was. I think it was called surf sucks, right? And then we said, yeah, yeah, and we and – we, uh, and he goes, oh, fair thing, can we go to surf shop? We go, yeah, yeah, it's – so I get these cool threads. That's where, I get, yeah, that's <laughs> right. where I get all my swag. And it just gets bigger. The story gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So then it turns into and Fingers goes, yeah, yeah. Because there's a good pie shop there, right? And he goes, oh, Fingers, isn't it? Don't think you got pies? I go, no, I got rid of pies. Pasties now. I've only got pasties. <laughs> Best pasties in a surf shop. In Australia. And these guys are like, oh, serious? You go, yeah, man. I, like, I get a feeling these guys were also perhaps in an altered state of conscious. I think they were way out. <laughs> but you know what? For the night, it gave them an awesome story. And for me and Fingers, it just got bigger and bigger. So do you not think there's a guy from Newcastle just driving the streets of Appen in search of it a pie? It was Surf Sucks. That's a, what it was. In search of a pie and surf shop? Yeah. He's just, and he's telling his mate who wasn't there, like, nah, man, these were the best flame shirt, dude. We'll get, and they're apparently like crazy good pasties. Yeah, we'll get some stuff for our surfboards. We'll get like fins or whatever you buy for a surfboard. That's a true story. That, that <laughs> went on for about two and a half hours. Going into the post office, uh, like, have you heard of her? Uh, sur- surf, surf sucks. sucks. And she's looking at him sucks. going, you know you're an app in right? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Ah, oh, they don't know where it is, man. It must be low key. It's underground, man. It, I'll tell you, they're these flame shirts, man. The story just got. And, See, and that's not lying to hurt anyone. That's just lying for fun. That's yeah. like writing a book. That's it's like a lot of comics do is stand up. Yeah. They're just having a laugh, having a, like no one's yeah. going to get hurt out of it. It's not some bloke's going to walk in and be like, "I'm the mayor of Appen, yeah, and I don't think you got a shop at all, mate." Yeah, like nothing's going to come from it. No. And, and, and its whole intent is, is is deception, right? It really is deception. Yeah. But we're having fun. Fuck no. 
I've got friends that have got a lot of other stories that go along that path and, yeah. and they've got different ones. But for that period of time, the moral of the story was the cool shirt did not attract women. <laughs> I, I had dudes all standing around wanting to talk about, to buy where'd you get that shirt, shirt man? Where'd you the get it? flame shirt, man. Yeah, so They're still telling that story. Yeah. All these years later, he's like, man, I remember this one time, this guy in a flame shirt. I think it actually was on fuck. He's blown the story up now. And he owned a. They made uh, like <laughs> they made pies that were sh- shaped like surfboards. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it was that fun. It's about fifteen years ago. Like yeah. that story. It was a long time. Yeah. Right. And it was. Um, it so that, that's when I talk about lies. That's the extent of lying that I go to. I used yeah. to. I think when I was younger, I used to tell lies, and I think I used to purely do it to impress people. But I think the people were looking at me like, hmm, really. I think there's like a level of. I suppose you call it lying when you're telling a story, when you're retelling a story, you want to blow it up a bit. Yeah. The way people reacted, the way that like someone entered a room, like to give it a a more sound structure. Yeah. But the as long as the overall sort of core thing you're betraying isn't blown up. Yeah. I used to have a friend who was a renowned liar for no good reason. Could you see through it? <laughs> 100% of the time. As soon as he opened his mouth? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, and you just, the fun thing wasn't him lying, it was picking apart his lie little bit by yeah. little bit until yeah. he'd sort of created the most obscure story to cover it up. And yeah. then you're like, just give up on it. Why won't, people won't give, people, like if you catch someone lying, they're not going to try and back off from that lie. No. How often does someone just go, you know what? Yeah. You got me. Absolute yeah. bullshit. Yeah. It's humiliation. Because once you start digging that hole... But that's more humiliating because then you're exposing them... Yeah. Without... Like just... Yeah, yeah I was telling a fib. Yeah. But do you think, do you think at any stage, do you think that they start to believe their truth? Like there's a, there's a thing with um, George Costanza and he's trying, they're trying to pass a... In, in Seinfeld, in case it wasn't who George, George Costanza was, but in Seinfeld and he's talking about pa- passing a lie detector test. Jerry's going to do a lie detector test. Yeah. And George Costanza is the ultimate liar and he's full of shit. And he actually says, you know it's not a lie if you believe it's true. I think that's when you get into like sociopath stages of psychology. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the stuff you see from, from the really bad people out there. But do you think they do it? I think they do it. To believe your own lie. Yeah. Well, you have to, have, you have to be dis- disconnected from reality. So you've got to, you've got to be pretty far gone. So this is now this is a scenario I've got. Now I've got a mother who's got a mental illness. Yeah. And a father for that matter, but it's a different different stages and different things. I believe that my mother has said things to us, my me and my, my two siblings, when we were kids. That when you're a child you believe yeah. you, your mother your mother's a person, the first person that was she's, she's the truth. That you believe anything she says, yep, yep, yep. Like, you know. Tomatoes taste like shit. Okay, tomatoes taste like yeah, shit. Fuck tomatoes. You don't like them? No, but in the narrative, I don't like them. Better than Brussels sprouts. I love, I love tomatoes, but like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, right. You go with that you, mentality. If your parents are like, you don't like that, be like, That's I right. hate it. Yeah. So you tell other people that you don't like it. So I don't drink plain milk, right? Yeah, because you're not a fucking weirdo. <laughs> I just don't like that. You ever seen someone have a glass of milk? That person makes you uncomfortable with their presence. Like why the fuck put some chocolate in that or yeah. something? 
Yeah. Like that's put it in a coffee. You don't drink plain milk, you sick person. I see a grown adult do it. I had a friend who used to just come home. Like I'd be hanging with his brother and he'd come home and he'd like cook dinner and he'd sit down with a, with a two liter of milk. No. That was his, and he'd be, be eating like, you know, spinach and feta salad and then just drinking a two liter bottle of milk. No. No. He would go to the show, be like, I'm thirsty, I'm going to get a drink and he'd come back with milk. Yeah. But he went to the servo. Looked at fridges upon fridges upon fridges of drinks and went, 2%, that's for me. That was his choice. That was what he was after. Yeah. Sickening. Didn't get hit in that head with an axe, though. He wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. Okay. So, my upbringing, I, and I don't know the actual truth of this, right? But I didn't drink milk from a young child stage. Now, my mother told me that when... And I think she didn't want to breastfeed anymore. So, and I don't know that formula, I don't know, I don't know the history of formula, I don't know if she was using formula or not, but yeah. the lie that comes in is, I oh, know you were allergic to cow's milk, so we used to give you goat's milk. Okay, now that's an alternative, that's you can do that. That's a weird lie. Yeah. So from that point, she never gave me milk, I didn't have to drink milk, I've grown up not to drink plain milk. Have you ever had a glass of goat's milk? I, dude, I can't drink. Unless it's got some flavouring in I'm not drinking milk. I do not drink milk. But can you or you like physically reject it? Like you just... I mentally reject it. Like I really it. want to see you try and drink milk now. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I just want to see nah, like, it's not like a happen. shot of milk. No, it's not going to happen. Dude, when I was a kid, I worked at Franklin's and the milk I would come in. they go, come on, come and give us a hand with the milk. And the milk, I could smell it and get on me on a dry reach. Really? Because that is what a fucking lie your parents put in your so, head. So psychologically damaged by milk. Do you reckon something something happened with milk that was different? Like, like the maybe you drowned in milk as a baby. No. Maybe you were born in a bathtub of milk. <laughs> no. Maybe like, you were christened with milk by a weird cult they were part of for a time, and they they're trying to reject that cult. And he's the cult of milk. Well, here's the thing. My mother is too far gone in her life to ever return back to that memory and tell me the real thing. Yeah. She believes that's what happened. That's um what's that there's a thing where you you can be convinced of false memory. Oh, absolutely. It, um, it, it's there's a word for it that I don't know. It, it's a constant thing. People but, we we don't even realize that we do it every so, single so fucking day. So if you're day. telling a lie long enough, yeah, and it's not so intense that like you're being questioned all the time from it. Eventually, you might actually convince yourself of that occurring. Absolutely. If if you like, I, I can tell you now. On on the on the physical side and the realistic side, if you gave me a, a, a Brussels sprout, yeah, there's no reason that I couldn't eat it. Except it tastes like shit. It, well, it tastes and stinks, right? It's a terrible fruit. But I Vegetable, could sorry. I could tell you I could cut it and start biting it, and I would start dry reaching. Because that's a long-term memory that's been in my head that I do not like Brussels sprouts. What happened? You got pelted with them or...? No, just made to eat them and I couldn't stand them. But but the thing is, you could start an adult at like 25 and be like, now you've got to eat Brussels sprouts and they're going to end up the same way. They're disgusting. Yeah, yeah. No one should eat Brussels sprouts. We've come far enough in the world of vegetables that we don't need Brussels sprouts anymore. Wipe it out. Make it like polio, man. It's a thing of the 50s. Fuck it off. So here's the two ironic parts. My mum never made us eat spinach because she hated fucking spinach. Spinach is banger. 
So she never fed spinach to us, and, and she and she'd say to us, "Oh no, you don't want to eat spinach." I go, "We don't have to eat spinach." She goes, "No, it's it's horrible. I hate it as a kid. I wouldn't make you kids eat it." I've grown up. Spinach is shit. Even though Popeye's eating and getting big arms, don't, you don't care. Like spinach? No, baby spinach leaves from a salad. That's as far as I go. Spinach and feta quiche. That's a Florentine, isn't it? Um, I don't know your fancy words. No, that's quiche Florentine, I think it's I called. I don't know your fancy words. <laughs> don't try and bring your fancy it's like, Italian cities into this. <laughs> well, it's like quiche Lorraine. Never matter. No, it's ham and, and Aussie. <laughs> it's fucking ham and bacon pie, mate. Uh, with a bit of egg in it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, ham and bacon pie. What are you talking about? Lorraine, bringing her into that's this. That's what it's called, quiche Lorraine. That's the name for Fair it. Fair enough. And I think but, it's, but spinach and feta in general, yeah, they just... Well, they're and, into it, man. And here's the other story. My ex-partner... Um, she would make amazing salads with spinach and stuff in and feta, yeah. and I'd eat the shit out of it. And she goes, "That's spinach." I go, "Yeah, I don't care anymore." This same person likes Brussels sprouts, can't do coriander. Now that, and we've talked about that, but yeah. that—that's they reckon there's a genetic component yeah, to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. The thing about and talking about lies, spinach is a lie because it's not spinach. You ever cook that shit? No. It pretends there's a lot there, and then you cook it. Ah, uh, just wilts. There's like. Three. Yeah. Like yeah. you cook a bag of it, it's a live vegetable. Yeah. But yeah, coriander yeah. is But do you, yeah. do you do you see the whole confusion's going on? She eats Brussels sprouts, won't eat coriander. She needs to have a good hard fucking look at herself. <laughs> like, come on. That's the point in your life. You've got to sit down, yeah, nice glass of milk and just have a chat. Almost married her. Almost, Almost married. married her. Fuck, I should have said no, no. She's, she's wonderful. She is. <laughs> I'm just putting shit on her now, but, but I don't understand that concept. It's hard, it's hard for, me, for, for me. You sit down, you go, eating Brussels sprouts, but not coriander. What's wrong with you? She's like, how about a glass of milk? <laughs> she would drink milk. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. She's I, strange. I, I, ain't, I don't want to insult her, but I feel like you dodged a bullet when you tell me yeah. that. <laughs> no, she's completely different in food taste. Although I got to eat in spicy foods, and, and did you go to a restaurant with someone who sat down and for you, sir, I'll have a glass of Pinot Noir, and for you, ma'am, I'll have a glass no, of milk. I've never had that. I would leave that restaurant yeah. with them still in it. Yeah, yeah, I don't get the fuck. Milk's an ingredient. Yeah. You don't eat flour. Don't drink milk. Yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is true. So, so that's part of the lies that your parents tell you, Ooh. right? So I like, like when your mum says she loves you. Do you think that's a lie? <laughs> or do you think they just do it out of because they have to? I tell my kids every time. If I talk to my kids on the phone, I hang up the phone and tell them I love them every time. You hang up the phone then tell them you love no, them? No, I go, I was fuck, about to say, I go, fuck, I love you. <laughs> that, that confused me because I let you hang up and then you like whisper it into the, beep, I love you. Yeah, I think, I think it's quite funny between my son and my daughter. My son, I say, I love you, mate. I go, I love you too, dad. And that's, that's it. I go to my daughter, I, I love you too. And she goes, yeah, I know, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's, that's harsh. That's, that's, that's mean as shit, man. She's cold, man. <laughs> She's cold as... I've always, I've hit people with the, mainly, you know, relatives, they've said I love you and I'm like, I love me too. That's all right, that's, that's nice. A ma- it's like, I love me. Yeah. I'm not returning that. Yeah. It's weird telling your parents you love them. Is it? Yes. I don't have any problem with it whatsoever. It's like none whatsoever. My mum tells me. My mum tells me all the time. But I also why is that the only emotion we state towards people? Yeah, I love you. 
I'd known like your hair. Like it's just a weirdly honest thing to say to someone. Yeah. It's like, of course I love you. I don't have to say it all the time. Well, but, and let's put the shoe on the other foot. How do you feel when your parents tell you they love you? Normal, like, yeah, that fair. But doesn't that feel nice? It's, it's, I assumed they did. Now, this is actually a good segue. <laughs> Why do they keep updating me? Like, is there, are they telling me, as of this point, still love you? Like, I'm, I'm wait, it feels like I'm waiting for the bad news. Oh, okay. Like, I love you. Okay. All right, that hasn't changed. But you had to keep me updated. Like, I, I should have thought that maybe that had changed. Do you ever like, think, in three months, don't love you anymore. Do, do you ever think, so, so I'm one of three, but I'm the eldest. Yeah. So I got all the good shit first. And then I just, you know, that was just the way it was. I've got two kids. I've got one of each sex. So it's very easy for me to split. It's 50-50. I've yeah. got one girl, one boy. I tell them. I go all the time. And, and my son will go, I'm the favourite. And I go, yeah, my favourite son. And he goes, I'm the only son. He goes, and there's well your main son. Yeah, well that's, that's what I always say. Very clever. In my family, with my siblings, and I've got a younger brother, much younger brother and a sister, the other two will say, is this the funniest balance? Because I'm going to ask you how it works with you. I'm the favourite. Okay. The balance in ours is the younger two think that I'm more favoured than them, right? Yeah. And they say, which is probably honest, they go, you got all the confidence and we got fuck all, right? It's not very confident to say. Exactly. But my brother and I get together and we'll go, you know our sister? She's a fucking favourite, isn't she? And And... I'll often say that she's the smartest. I think she's, well, you know, I think she, she's... <laughs> often not this time, though. This time no, you're no. questioning there's, some things. There's intelligence smart, but I don't think she's street smart. She's sort of... What, so like if, if a breakdancing competition came up, she wouldn't be able to win it? What's street smart? <laughs> she can't change the tyre, doesn't know how to deliver mail, doesn't know how to do things on streets? Well, she's, she's far more travelled and she's lived in Africa for a long time. Yeah. And then she's come back to Australia. I think she's seen a lot of shit. But prior to that, she, her naivety, because she believes everyone's a good person. She believes, and it's quite ironic because her bro- older brother's the most sarcastic bastard in the world, but she believes that the goodness in everything, and that's what I admire about her, that I look at her that's and I go... amicable quality. Yeah, it is. It's lovely. It's lovely. But then her and I will get together and we'll talk about the younger one and go, he's a fucking sport, Brad. He gets whatever he wants. And it's not necessarily true. So that's why I say the dynamic is quite because each of us thinks the other one, the other one is the spoiled one. Yeah. When it comes to grandparents, I was head and shoulders above them. I was the golden child, so they can fuck off. They've got no <laughs> they've got no right, they've got nothing. They'll never ever be at the same level I was, so yeah. I don't care about that. Tell me what's your scene. I think I'm the favourite. That's a good thing. Because, like, just based on being the le- the least of a headache. Yeah. Like, so I've caused the least issues. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. But here's the thing for my parents. They've got an out because they've got grandkids now. Yeah. So me and my brothers are just like, fuck you. You don't get anything anymore. You don't count. Grandkids, they just skip us now. They're like, ah. we can, they just go to grandparent and they're like, ah, don't worry about them. Yeah, okay. They don't have to love us anymore. They've got, like, a, another bunch of children to shower with gifts yeah. And take on nice adventures. and. So do you feel like when you walk in, you go... I'll t- I t- I tell you what, I can tell I'm the favourite because yeah. I'm the only one who got something for Christmas from them. Okay. <laughs> like, my other brothers didn't get anything. Do you think that they, that's what they tell you? 
and they're secretly getting presents behind your back. And they're saying to the oldest one, don't tell the other two. And then they're saying to the one in the middle, don't tell the other two. Nah, because I told my brothers and they were like, fuck, <laughs> you got a present? I got a birthday <laughs> present as well. I got a Goonies t-shirt for my birthday. And I had to feign happiness. Oh, just pretend. Oh, okay. She's like, it's the Goonies. And I'm like, yeah, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I've never seen the Goonies. Are you fucking serious? No, what? That was not of my generation. I'm fucking worried sick about you. That was, no. Nah. She's I'm, like, I'm it's a Goonies shirt. And then I feigned, I feigned the happiness and then I accidentally just left it there anyway. Oh. So it made me feel bad. Because I would have taken the shirt. I, st- I would have worn the shirt. Yeah. But I left it there by accident. And then I visited again. The shirt has been mentioned. And I've again genuinely forgotten about the shirt. Oh, you have to get this one <laughs> to get it back. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Because yeah. it's like. I think you're going to have to watch the movie between now and you go up there. I definitely have no interest. Tr- you, trust me, you would dig it. All right. You would dig I'll, it. I'll, I'll remember to watch it. Then. Yeah. I'll probably want to watch you know it. When we talk, you know when we talk about Stand By Me? Yeah, fantastic film. Stranger Coming Things. Stranger Things. I've not watched it. Oh, okay. It's on. It's on the same. That's what the Goonies, Goonies is like. Iconic. Well, sure it is. I say one, two I, names. I, uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Was, what's that got to say? You got nothing. But I can tell you, I haven't seen ET either. What the <laughs> fuck? And you are pulling <laughs> fucking lines on me about not putting fries on my burger. Hey, that's a different issue. That's tormented me. And that is. That's a different issue. ET's in the same. I've not. I've seen. I have seen. Don't it, get me but wrong. I've not sat down and watched it. Yeah. Like I've seen bits of it. Actually, I think my mum was watching it because, like, she. It. It's yeah, pre, pre me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like it's a weird looking foreskin on a bicycle. It doesn't really tug at the heartstrings. Actual fact: if you look at the numbers on it, you weren't in Dad's bag when he was in Baghdad. That's how long back it goes. Especially seeing as my father was never in Baghdad. So you think. So, <laughs> He's got so, a secret military no, past. No, what is it? So he would have you believe. So I've been led to believe. See, there's a lie. But yeah. I'm the favourite. Okay. I'm the fucking, I'm the favourite. So do you think they lie to the other two? No, no. And this is, this is what we talk about parents' lies. As in they, they lie how? Like telling Mate. them. Yeah. They like, don't tell me I'm the favourite. No, but you know. I'm just the, crunched the numbers. I've looked at the evidence. Yeah. But do you think that they pretend with the other two? Like they lie to the other two. Oh, yeah, yeah. And deep in their heart they're going, young Neil's the best. Why couldn't we have three young Neil's? (laughs) I think that's what they say to them quite often is, why aren't you more like Neil? Oh, really? That's what I I think in my head. That's what I like to believe. My brother's there now. Yeah. And I I think they've sat him down. This is in my head. No evidence. They've sat him down and said, look... (laughs) You're doing all right. We just... <laughs> but... Like, what? Neil's up here. Why can't you be like your brother? Why can't you be like your brother? Yeah. Which would make no sense because it had been... Well, he sort of is like me because he also lives in his house. Yeah. And I live in his house. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I think I've got one up on him. I live upstairs. That's a... I'm higher up. The batch pad. The batch pad. It's going to be... That's it. Batch pad. Pussy pad. Pussy pad. Yeah, get a pussy wagon. I do. I call it the Neil Mobile. Nice. Yeah. No, is it? It's a double entendre going on in there, isn't there? Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The I ne- didn't because she's kneeling. Yeah. 
to get the coins she dropped on the floor because <laughs> we're going through McDonald's drive through That's right. Because that's a date and then she has greasy hands to give hand jobs. There you go. That's the Neil Mobile. That's the Neil way of whining like, and dining. Like that's better than pussy wagon. That's, it's a Neil Mobile. Yeah, because I hate that fucking word. Pussy. Ugh. Or wagon. Pussy. Like, Why would you call your car a wagon? They're inferior. It was out of um, Kill Bill. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was the tailgate on his car had pussy wagon written on it. Oh. So when she kills him, yeah. which she does, because his name was Buck and he was there to fuck. Nice. Yeah. I like this Buck fella. Yeah. No, you don't because she was in a coma while he was fucking her. I don't like this Buck fella. No, that's why she killed him. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So she took his keys and on his keys he's got this big decal and it says pussy wagon, right? And it's this fancy writing, like yeah. you know, sign writing. And so she's rolling through. The car park in a wheelchair, yeah, and uh, she sees a big tailgate with pussy wagon, and she looks at the keys, and she's like, "Yeah, oh, this is his dick's car." Ah, uh, okay. So that was Buck, and he was there to fuck, but he, she killed that motherfucker. But the Neil Mobile, the Neil Mobile. So tell me, so your parents are telling lies the to your brothers? That's, where that's befo- okay. Where before she gets in, I got to wipe the dry boogers from under the seat. <laughs> Put all the receipts from the floor into the center console. Yeah. And you change. So air, air out the farts. So you don't fart in the car. What? No. You don't fart in the car. Don't fart in front of chicks. Oh, no, but like just in general. You don't fart in the car? If there's someone in it. Like, no, you don't fart in front of chicks. Dude, but I don't like, fart. I just, barely fart in front of you. Man, that's weird. No fart policy. Wow. So, and, and we've never raised it until now. Denying yourself some joy. No, no, no. No, no, no. Everyone farts. You farted like fucking 10 minutes ago in the kitchen and it warned me. No, because that was an accident and I just didn't, I just gave it a heads up because it wasn't pleasant. It wasn't a heads up, it was a brag. So, here's my no fart policy. Yeah. Um, before I dated my said wife, ex-wife now, yeah. Um, I think, and I got married young, but I think there was a time when you farted. Right, and you farted in front of girls. <laughs> it's just one time. No, no, no. But you got when you got comfortable, you fart in front of a girl. And then I remember, I wouldn't. I, re- I, I do some bad. I, I do some like go yeah. see a doctor ones. Yeah. Like yeah. If I was doing like regular people farts. Yeah, but when you're in a relationship. But, like, w- but when I fart, people open windows discreetly. Yeah. But I'm, you know what? I'm really. I'm glad we're just covering all the bodily functions. <laughs> That's what I'm really just happy trying about. to get it out of a system. Get it out. Pun. So my no fart policy was: there was a time when I dated my ex. And when we got married and then just got to that comfortable period yeah. when you go, man, I'm going to fart. Don't care anymore. So you would fart. Now, my line in the sand didn't Gross. come... women don't fart. What? Yeah. Scientifically impossible. Well, there was, that grew that line in the sand where I farted. Now, once you start farting in front of a woman, you can't take that back. You can't go... <laughs> Uh, suck it back in. I'm not going to fart anymore because you're just bending over, picking stuff up, and you go, oh, someone tread on a frog, Duh. you know. And then you get the privilege of having kids. Pull, the, pull me finger, oh, right? It's true. So, so when I left my ex-wife, I went. I had to get back into the dating scene, and it's like you're back to no farts. And that was when I tied yourself back up. And that was when I brought in the no fart policy. Okay. So my theory is. If you go through the dating period that you don't want to fart, what? why do you want to fart? Because it feels good. 
Do it in front of your mates. Make yeah. them laugh. You know, do the sneaky one where you walk around the corner and you fart right where they're standing and you walk away and they go, what, what? I wanted to pull my finger one. Yeah. Isn't it disappointing when they pull your finger and it's just more like, it doesn't, it's more like a careless whisper. It's just like, <sighs> no. And then you're like, ah, there's a fart. You'll like, smell it later. It's, it's funny when they're kids. Yeah. When the kids are little because you're at a certain height. <laughs> so when you go pull my finger, you actually sort of, they're holding your hand and you just sort of throw your leg over and your bum lines directly up with their face. Yeah. Have you ever given your kids pink eye? No. <laughs> but they've, and, and I remember my son going, oh, oh, you're funny. And he like, and it was, that was humour. It still is. Yeah. So when it comes to women though, yeah, I don't fart. For sure. So I, and I, I tell them very, very openly and they go, really? You don't? I go, no, well, why? why? You, you don't want to sit on my ass. Like that's just, that's not what. But what happens is they go, yeah. And then they take on, I'm not going to fart. So what happens if you get married? Like you're just never going to fart again. Dude, I was in a relationship for four years. She never heard me fart. I actually, Whoa. she, she what says. What about sleep farts? Yeah, she heard me fart in her sleep. <laughs> yeah. But no, she, we live together and I never farted in front of her. And toilets are off bounds. You're doing kegels or something? Or would you just go into the bathroom and fart yeah, and come back walk out? walk away. Generally, I'd go to the toilet and, uh, you know, if I had a wee and... Mm, yeah, I'm done. That's yeah. A, yeah, and never, ever, never did it. Don't fart it. in a shower. It smells even worse. But it's like if you went and you were sitting with your grandmother and, and, right, and this is a woman you respect and you love... And you're having a cup of say you're having a cup of tea. I don't know why I went there, but let's just say we Sweet do, your grandmother have a cup of tea. Yeah. And uh, you're not gonna go, Oh fuck, I need to fart. You don't just cock your leg and fart and go, How'd you like that, Nan? Because she's your nan. You don't do it. Do you fart do you fart in front of your mum? Oh, it's different, isn't it? She's your mum. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, it's different. My old man used to walk into the center of the living room and fart and then just continue on his way. Yeah. Just but see that's he would he would enter a room. He's he's the guy that gets out of the car and farts into the car as he gets out of the car. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like he's uh, I grew up in a house of farts. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't off limits. Yeah, I I think it's a very boy humor thing. And what what to me personally, yeah. and this is to me personally, right? So I don't think that it applies to everyone. When it comes to being in a relationship with a woman, of all the things that I want to talk to her about, I want to hear, I, I want to just, I don't want to talk, I don't want to smell the farts. I don't, I, like, I don't want her to go, hey. I'm like, what? What are you doing? What are, you're, no, I don't do it. What are you doing? I like how all your impressions of farts are like a very, uh, a guy on a tuba. And just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just being, I'm just being polite. I haven't got fart noises. <laughs> <It's> no, <laughs> it's like a regular fart. I've all these f- all these sort of Rolf Harris wobble board farts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a confused dog. But, <laughs> yeah, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> So, yeah, so that, that's my fart policy. And it's yeah. sort of getting away from secrets. Secrets and life. Well, you've given us a secret about your a relationship secret, like a relationship tip. But you know what? It's not a secret to anyone that knows me. And that's, this is a problem I've got, right? This is a huge problem. I go, oh, I've got a few quirks, blah, blah, blah. And I've got to hold back because I just let all the truth fly. I just go, well, you know, I'm not into farts. Don't like them. Like, happy to do them around the boys and that sort of thing. But you're never going to hear me fart. Fair enough. And it's because, you know that, it's a a classic skit I've seen, but it's actually happened to me. Gone out on a date, and this is when I started seeing uh, a particular woman. And she's a good fun. 
and uh, I told her about the fart policy and that yep. sort of thing. Anyway, I go, yeah, yeah, got to go, got to go. At this stage, I'm leaving her place. My stomach's blown up like Augustus Gloop in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and I'm solid full of air, right? And uh, so I go back and I go and jump in the car and I undo my belt and I go and it's explosion. <laughs> like everything's out, right? And the next minute she comes running to the car. No, no. <laughs> Lock those doors, no. son. So I've, got, I've, I've locked the door in the window and she's going, I go, yeah, 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 yeah. I open, pretend to look I open the, the window this much and I go, look, I've really got to go. I've really got to go. And I'm just, <laughs> and I'm just surrounded by <laughs> fart in the car. Oof. Yeah. So there's, there's skits I've seen, which is that. And I go, yeah, I've lived yeah. that. I know You've that. It's a real experience. Yeah. And, I, and I've told her later. Hey, by the way, I wasn't being rude. The fact was... I shit in my pants. <laughs> I was literally... Stool. The, the car smells like ass. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, that's, that's one of my secrets, is the, is the no-fart policy. That's a... Uh, yeah, really, really bodily fluid-based podcast. Yeah, we have actually... Recently. We, we've gone from the number one pee podcast <laughs> and now we're just moving <laughs> into other bodily functions. farts. All the things people really want to hear about. So when we talk about secrets, this really resonated with me because it made a lot of money in its time. And there's a funny part about it. Do you remember The Secret? Oh, yeah. That was that self-help book where if wish it, want it, will it sort of attitude. If you pretend you have something long enough, you'll get it. Okay. So this is what I found out today. Her name was Rhonda Byrne who wrote that. She became a very, very wealthy lady. Yeah. And then she had the likes of Oprah and people like that. Yeah. Let's talk about the secret. I think I think it's probably still on Netflix. I think the doco. Okay. What I didn't know was that it's got a religious basis. Uh. And it comes from Matthew twenty one twenty two. Oh, my favorite Bible verse. Yeah. But Thou that's, shalt that, not Well Secret. Is that not he was twenty one or twenty two at the time? It says, how old was Matthew? 21, 22. 22. So back then they sort of looked at it and went, 21. Yeah, he was near retirement. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, hanging out with a religious fucker, like you you wouldn't do a lot of work. You just talk about... You just go talk shit and then someone offers you some bread and fish. You would make up some lies. Some secrets. So they send Matthew off to go and get the loaves and the fishes. Jesus says, we haven't got any. I'm working on it. Matthew sneaks back in the back door. Yep, we've got heaps. Yeah. Jesus, a miracle, a miracle. That's just what I do, guys. That's what I do. That's what I do. Put your tips in the hat. Do you think? Yeah. Don't forget to leave the money in the tray. The tray's going to become a popular just, thing in years just, to come. Just leave your money yeah. on my sandals. Yeah. That's how I roll, motherfuckers. So the secret comes from Matthew twenty-one, twenty-two, And it says, and all things, you're going to love this, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. How's that for faith? Just, be, just think. So, it. if I want a bicycle, yep, I should just pray for a bicycle. Well, this is what this black and bloke Matthew's saying. You know, you ever notice these fucking blokes? They never had surnames. Matthew. Yeah, you're too poor to have a fucking surname. It was like seventeen people. Like, <laughs> well, usually it was of somewhere. Like Jesus was Jesus of Nazareth. So this is probably like Matthew of Morbank. Matthew of Appen. Matthew of Appen, Surf Shop and Pies. Surf Sucks. It was Surf Sucks, by the way. Um, and Loves a Pasty. 
Yeah, so this is... Or are you going to believe some bloke... If you, if you write a review... Yeah. ...and you post it online and you just write, Neil. Yep. Nothing else. If I was reading that, I'd go, who's this fucking Neil? Yeah, so you're saying you can't have one name and be famous? No, I'm not saying you can't be famous. You don't tell the fucking truth. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. So, this is where it comes from. Now, Rhonda's jumped on board. Rhonda. And she's written a book. Yeah. Now, here's the big thing I've got for you. What, what is the secret? What is a secret? No, what is the secret? Oh. So, it is imagining it in your head. So, it's saying whatever she, whatever ye. Whatever ye. Shall ask in prayer. So, in prayer, you're talking about a bike. Yeah. If you pray for it, believing ye shall receive. Is, so, that, is that the secret? Is that the uh, Well. So that the secret. Well, it's not a secret anymore, is it? And I talk about it. It's not a fucking secret. So how can you call it a secret? It's not a secret. It's, You're telling every it's fucker. It's the very, and it's not a fact either. It's like the, 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 the idea I had. But see, because I remember this. And it was like, you gotta, you got to act like you have it. So if you want a bike, I don't know why I keep going to a bike. Fuck a bike. If you want... An golf ele- clubs. <laughs> not that you'll use them. If you, I want a set of golf clubs and like a good set. Like yeah. a ping. Yamaha or... No, ping. Ping. Yeah, I ping. want a mad set of ping. Yeah, pings. I want some pings. I want to get it pinging up in here. Pingers. Is that because that's the noise it makes when you hit the... Yeah, that's what they called it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's not original. No, um, it's not. But so I want a mad set of pings, yeah. right? And I'm walking around going, bro, and and you've got to act like you have it, right? You got to, pre- bro, check out my golf clubs, and I'm just pointing at air. Yeah. How good are these golf clubs I got, man? Matt, I'm gonna kick your ass on the golf course, and you're yeah. gonna get together with your mates and go, yeah, man, I think Neil's lost it. I think if we just buy him some golf clubs, he'll sort of like level out. So you don't walk around and go and check out my golf clubs, everybody. Well, Rhonda's theory is if you believe, if you pray, that somehow it'll happen. So it might be like you're walking down the street and a truck, back door of a truck opens and out comes a brand new set of pink golf clubs in a golf bag and you go... Wouldn't that be theft? Not if you pray. Not if you prayed for it. Oh, dude, that's a mad loophole. There you go. I'm gonna go in like Woolworths and pinch me some rotisserie chickens and be like, oh, the secret. I wanted these and they came to me. There you go. So I'm not paying for them. Yeah. And that that is a metaphor for religion. Yeah. Isn't it? Sort of. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a big part of it. It's, it. Yeah, it's not a very logical sequence of events. Is I'm it, gonna give it a red hot go though. Yeah, but I mean, that's so that's a secret. So again, you answered my question I wrote down. It's not, really not a secret. It's not a secret anymore. Nah. And if you're ripping it off out of a fucking book, that so-called Matthew, fucking Matthew. They didn't have how many fucking Arabs do you know are called Matthew? They were Jews. Huh? They were Jews. They're not calling them. <laughs> Let's hang out and see how many fucking Isaiah's pop up. I don't up know. And, there was, you know, Maddie was Kicking about, nah. fucking drunk. Not, nah. His name was probably like Matthewsical or something. Yeah, and you know, even it's fucking Matt, Steve, and John, and Luke, and Bazza, and Shazza. The book according to Davo. The <laughs> one of my favourites is the only thing I remember is the first books, first four books. I think of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yep, that's all I'm, I remember from the Second Testament. I did go to religious school for a short period of time. Yeah, 
and um, I tried to hang out with the with the God lovers. Yeah, and I, and I did actually take part and listen. Anyway, let's get away from the secret part. I don't think unless it's coming towards another secret of what happened in those religious schools. No, it was coed. No, no priests. Nah, coed. Was it Marist? Because no. they're the ones that be fucking kids. No, no I went no. to a Marist school. I went to a um, an Anglican school. Ah, you're the enemy. See, how dare you split from us? Yeah, why? The Pope's the boss here, not the king. That's exactly right. You enemy of the state. Yeah, no, I've gone one step further. I've gone, they're all shit. That's how I've gone. Actually, to no, tell you the some truth, good religions out there. To tell you the truth, if if I was to to ever follow anything, what's the one where you can come back as like a another thing? Buddhism. Buddhism. Yeah, you I'd, bring I'd, I'd rock that. I've met the Dalai Lama. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did security at one of his um, things out in Australia. And that was part if I got on to employment, I didn't have to pay for it to see him. I know we're talking about lies here, but I feel like you're telling one. No, no, 100% true. You met the Dalai Lama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know, you're not allowed to touch him. What? Yeah, Can't yeah, rub yeah. his head for good luck? Can't touch monks. Can't touch monks in general. I don't think that you can't. I think you shouldn't. No. Nah. But I would tell you. Aren't they you, meant to be all forgiving? What I will tell you... So you give him a slap on the ass and you're like, I'm sorry, he's like, I forgive you. He walked past and introduced himself to all the like the, the people that were working there and thanked them, right? That was his gig. Okay. And I happened to be, be there. And so he said to you, thank you, direct like to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. What I'm going to say, and this is not religious, I'm not trying to sell anyone on religion. That dude had a fucking aura about him. Yeah. When he walks and when he talks, even when he's up on stage and talks, he does sound like Yoda. Yoda is based on the Dalai Lama, oh, okay. right? That's he does sound like him, and he is a funny motherfucker, right? But he has a calmness about him. And when you're there, and there's like thousands of people in this auditorium, right? And when you're there and you listen, it's just a he's just a calming factor, and. He so you got to remember he's picked from a very very young age to be the next Dalai Lama. How does he smell? I reckon he'd smell like cedar. He he and, and pomegranate. This, and, and this is and I tell you about you know religion bringing these rules in society and they guilt kids from a very young age into all different aspects of of religion, right? Yeah. This is a guy who is the head of the Tibetan Church, right? And of Buddhism, Tibetan Buddhism, he's selected when he's a child. Yeah, as a baby, as a, the, he's he's considered the he's 14th. reincarnation of the last dude. Yeah, he's the fourteenth reincarnation. He like something the dude owned. Like yeah, he picked up his Wii remote or something. And yeah, could have been his glasses. Yeah, yeah. So they put out five sets of glasses. They put five canes. They put five of the previous Dalai Lamas. And these guys that. That they travelled the whole of Tibet and and northern north western China. Well, there was China. a direction that there was an area he said he would be reincarnated in. Yeah. Well, they searched and searched, and yeah. it, these guys basically were trying to get in, and the people took him into their home, and this child just reacted with them, and they went, "Oh fuck, I think I think we've got him." So they went and met a baby. They yeah, and they went back <laughs> and met a baby. They were introduced, so they went away, and they came back. Yeah, and they put him through the testing. Right? Yeah. Now, anyway, he he's had his life saved by the CIA. 
Really? Where the Chinese were going to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an amazing fucking man. But anyway, he... So I'm not saying that I'm... I'm a Buddhist. I believe in a lot of their principles, yep. and I believe in being kind. And they, and his 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 whole thing that he sells, he says, "I'm just a mere Buddhist monk, and I'm here to sell um, like happiness, and that you should treat people how you want to be treated, and just that's and, a fair point. And that that is all it is. He says, and and he doesn't rubbish any other religions. You have your other religion. That's okay. Question it. Ask the question, but. You've got to come back to a healthier self and a healthier belief. And I'm not getting on the high horse because it does give me like fucking goosebumps. But when I was in the presence of this man, he was just amazing. He was on stage. And this is what I tell you about he doesn't live by the rules. He's obviously got people that travel with him. He resides in northern India now and because he's exiled from Tibet because yeah. China's taken over Tibet. So he lives in exile and, and the, they, I think they refer to it as the exile government of Tibet that lives in northern India. Yeah. And he has, because he's in his 80s now, heading towards his 90s. Damn, son. Yeah. And he um, has to have a diet. Now, Buddhists by nature and, and are vegetarians. Leaves and <laughs> bark. <laughs> Just scraps of grass. No. So, but what hey. happened was in his state as he's got on, yeah, he can't. He doesn't have enough protein in his body. So you're getting chicken nuggets. They're cutting up meat, and he's having meat. And he says, although the Buddhism and and to, and Buddhism says that you're vegetarian, yeah, you, it doesn't mean that you have to live this strict life. You're not going to be a, a, a worse person. You can't be. It. Yeah, no one can be perfect. Yeah, you've you've got to look after yourself. And he said, when I was young, and you got to remember, so he's literally gone off to this. Massive, massive, yeah, residence to live in. Right, he was sort of like um, in Star Wars. Mm. The um, who was Darth Vader? Anakin Skywalker. And he was like Anakin Skywalker. Mm, he yeah. was racing pods, and then they met him, and he had like the most midichlorians. But the, he like he was the most reincarnated, and so they took him <laughs> to train him amongst. Like the Jedi's, which is the monks. Yeah, they have. So he's like, but like a good, good Darth Vader. Like he didn't go to the dark no, side. He didn't go to the dark side. So, but he's like, but he said Darth Vader. When he was a child, they had this bird, and the monks that were teaching him would play with this bird, and they put their finger in and, and scratch the bird, and and the Dalai Lama used to put his finger in, and the bird would fucking bite him. Yeah. So he would then reach through and hit the bird. Bigoted bird. Now, yeah. this is a dude who's all about peace and harmony, right? But he said, and he'd, he'd be hitting the bird going, so he, do you know who I am? I'm fuck, a Dalai Lama. So he's fucked up pigeons. Yeah, he's, and he's saying, do you know who I am? And he laughs and he tells the story. Yeah. This dude then somehow turns that into a metaphor and then just fucking blows you away. I know I don't even know how we got onto this, but let me tell you. I'm still waiting for the answer to the question I asked. Far away. How does he smell? Yeah, I can't remember. No, what? That guy's got to smell. You don't, you don't get that close to him. Well, you can sniff. No, you can sniff near him. It's it's like... Um, you know when a woman walks past but then the perfume goes past an ex? Like he walked past and then like his scent followed? No, I don't, I don't remember nothing. I did, no. It's like head and shoulders or something? No. I think I even said your holiness. I refer to him as your holiness. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. It's a long time ago now. But to have met him, like that's one of the most... 
known and I don't know about importance, but one of the most religious, significantly significant people of our era. Do you know in my era, the people that I've met, and and I I don't I'm not I'm not a star chaser like I yeah like if I saw someone and they went oh that's such and such. Let's go and say good day. I'm happy to, but if they're having a meal or something, I'm like, fuck off. Leave Never my seen a celebrity. Never. I saw the guy who does. Um, shit, what's his name? He used to do. He's on game shows. Oh, Larry Emner. Nah, it's, and it's not Eddie. Not that fucking. What's the other guy's name? Damn, I can't think of his name. Baby John Burgess? No, no. He's on, he's on like Channel 7 or 9. He does The Chase. Oh. Um, O'Keefe. Andrew O'Keefe? Yeah. I seen him on Bondi Beach once. Did you say good day? Nah. Why not? Because he was standing there in Australian flag, budgie smugglers waiting to be recognised and I wouldn't give him the satisfaction. Yeah. But that's like the most celebrity I've ever met. You're meeting the Dalai Lama. Yeah, but, but that's, that's a story I tell. If I met anyone else, the only two that are going to stand song alongside him in my world, Eddie Vedder, Lenny Kravitz. Fuck the rest, not interested. Not even if you met, like, Jim Jeffries? Yeah, probably. The Pope? Fuck the Prince? Pope. Prince is dead, dude. What? Prince is dead. No, he's not. You're talking about the singing Prince? Purple Rain. He's dead. Fuck. <laughs> when did that happen? A couple of years now. Yeah. That's a sad fucking story, man. He's a musical genius. You sure? 100%. Like, I know he was the artist formerly known as Prince. So, like, Prince technically is dead, but, like... He's formerly known as Prince because he's fucking in the ground. Damn. Yeah. Does Patrick Swayze know about this? Well, I'm thinking they're hanging out together because they're both dead. <laughs> what about Alan Rickman, man? He's, he was a friend. Can you believe he's dead? Nah, Snape ain't dead. He lives on in our hearts. Yeah. Nah, Prince isn't dead. Uh, do you want me to give you a date? Uh, yeah, you can make up a date. But Prince is definitely alive. Yeah? Yep. Wow. Do, do you want to have a bet on this one? No, I just want to believe that he's alive and his spirit lives on. But you said yourself when we were talking earlier about people that... Um, I reckon you could get away with lying to someone. Sounds like Prince is dead. No, it's not. Oh, Google ruins everything. You're going to love this. 21st of April, 2016. Wow. He'll be dead three years this year. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he got... Um, he was... Um, All that purple rain finally Charged got and, and, and fucked by a, a, a wild bull. A what? <laughs> that's, that's my token answer. What so. sort of medieval death is that? Now, when people say to me, um, how they die? I oh, got raped by a wild bull. Ah. That's just my book go-to answer. Oh, I was hoping that was true because be like, what's fucking Prince been up to? I, I've got a suspicion. I reckon he died from being too talented. Yeah. Or AIDS-related illnesses. Accidental fentanyl overdose. Oh, that fentanyl got him, man. That shit's getting everyone. It's fucked up. That's like yeah. that super heroin that lasts four hours. Yeah, it's fucking... It's crazy stuff. Yeah. It's just interesting here. They've got other names. For Prince. Yeah. Do you have other names? Yeah. Do you? Young Neil... Um, the one, the one, the smartest man alive. Yeah. Uh, Sir John Giggleberry. So other than you calling yourself these, is other Manfred Manfred Jeans Manfred Manfred Jones? Don't not like jeans. Yeah, don't like jeans. So his other names were broken up. Were Alex Nevermind? 
Alex, yep. sorry, Alexander, never mind. Love symbol. It's got love symbol in brackets, but it's just that symbol. So his name was the symbol for like a heart. No, he's just that symbol. Love has a symbol? Well, he called it. That was a love symbol. Ah, oh, okay. But you went, oh, that's him. And they go, who's that? Well, that, that thing. <laughs> that's love symbol. Yeah. You know what it is, that thing. He was also known as the artist. Yeah. He was also known as the artist formerly known as Prince. And then was he the artist formerly known as the artist, <laughs> artist formerly known, known as Prince? But it's quite funny because it's got in brackets here um, T-A-F-K-A-P because that's what, yeah, uh, Taff Cap's in town. That's Taff Cap. He was known as Christopher Tracy. Was that his actual name? I don't think so. That's just a weird name to pick then. He was also known as Jamie Starr. Yeah. Joey Coco. Dude, that's like Joey Diaz. Yeah. Tora Tora. That's just, I don't know what that is. And the kid. It's got too many names. Actually, you get like two name change, two name changes, man. Snoop Dogg became Snoop Lion became Snoop Dogg. Like that's all you get. I never got that. Hey, Snoop, uh, Snoop Lion. That man smokes a lot of marijuana, yeah, so I feel like I feel like that might have been involved in yeah. his judgment call. I think he was trying to be reggae. So they got this down as Prince Rogers Nelson. That sounds like a like. Say, like that sounds like something that's like like a headline. Princess Roger Nelson. Yeah. It Nelson does. received a rogering from yeah. Prince. That's that um what's the joke they say with the the um the two gay um is it two gay Irishman? William uh, Fit Williams fits fits Rogers and Rogers fits William. No? Nah, no, no idea. Okay. Man. So yeah, that's that's um that's sad. That's ruined this whole podcast. That's not a lie. That's, that's the truth. It's a lie to me. So give me a secret. Um, I, we tried this last time, man. I don't have many secrets. You do. You just. I'm not a secretive man. No. Living in a cave, like laughing and shit. Yeah. I don't know. I think I can lift more than I usually can. Nah, that's not a secret. That's just an over. I don't okay. know. I don't. I'm not good at having secrets. Are you good at keeping secrets? No. Really? No, I will tell like you. <laughs> I will tell someone immediately, straight away. Nah, like give it an hour. You wouldn't even sit on it. If I, someone tells me a secret, I'll text someone they don't know that secret. Like I know this guy who like once got slapped in the face with an elephant's dick. Like I would just immediately. I'm not good at storing information and not sharing it. So if I said to you, and I'm not a gossip, but I just like someone tells me a secret. Yeah, I feel like I don't want to hold that secret. The world must know. So if I said to you, hey, listen, I've got something to tell you, but I don't want you to tell anyone. Yeah, go for it. How long is it going to last? Dep- you know, it depends on what you tell me, though. Like, like, if it's something, like, real heavy and something, like, a good secret, I'm not going to go sharing that. Like, I'm actually on the run. My real name's Dennis Burns. I'll be honest. I'm going to see if there's a bounty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you'd give me up? Nah, for a good price. Fucking hell. Like a good price. A million dollars? A million dollars. A million dollars. You would give me up. And like you're going to go to prison for like two years. No, but what if I was going back for fucking forever? Then I'd have to see you again. Nice. <laughs> That's evil. Nah, I don't know. Like it depends on what you did as well. Like if you did something horrendous, like you threw a baby off a bridge or something like just sick and twisted. That's where you go. 
You know me and you go... Well, one, we're, we're talking about you having a bounty on your head and I don't suspect that that's true either. No. But if you were like, oh, you know, I've got to, and then I find out it's a horrendous crime. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to get money for dobbing you in. I'm going to tattletale all day. You motherfucker. You've done something horrible, man. You, you like ran an old lady over, drunk, didn't stop. She died and she was like a really good old lady. Like she fostered a hundred kids. What, what could possibly I have done? That, the, the killing the old lady, foster lady. And then they're going to give me like a hundred grand to send your evil ass back to prison. So you go, oh, oh, fuck him. For like, if you're evil, not if you're like, if it's a, if it's a like bank robbery or something, I don't care. But if you've done like evil crimes, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously <laughs> thinking about our friendship right now. Well, this is a hypothetical. Like, say, what, what if, if, if I came to you and I said, like, I've done, like, I'm on the run. And I'd done some terrible things. Would you not like just suss that situation out? You're gonna let like a, a murderer just hang out? Like, what, like if you done, and if it's something that bad, like you want to hang out with that guy anymore? That guy kills old ladies. That guy. Like, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, 100% that I would not give you up in a million years for anything, other than you fucked a kid. That's what I'm talking about. Kill like horrible, horrible shit. No, but if you if you ran I, over an old lady, like, and she dies, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, she's had a good fucking life. Well, it depends on the situation. Like, intentionally runs an old lady over. Like, if it was a whoopsie, yeah, but dude, I wouldn't hang out with you. He's just gonna cut it, cut it off. No, no, no. But I, I wouldn't like. I, I, I know who you are. Yeah. So if you go to me, listen. But we're talking hypothetical. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm, but I'm saying this is what I'm saying to you. So you go, hey, listen, I need to talk to you about something. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, listen, my parents don't know, my brothers don't know, you know, no one knows. But I've actually been on the run. That's why. Yeah, but what's your crime? You uh, stole a loaf of bread. <laughs> no, Fuck no, you. Let's no, have no. sandwiches. No. But what I'm saying is, if you, if it was, if if it was, and we're talking ten years down the track. And you did knock an old lady over in your car and you never reported it. But I'm talking like, like you, you ran her, like you saw her. Yeah. She was on a footpath. Yeah. And you're just like, you know what, today I'm going to kill an old lady in a car. And this is 10 years later? 10 years later. What am I going to achieve by putting you in? Seriously. Well, you got an old lady murder off the street. What if you've killed again? This is an intentional murder. Well, we're talking now, about. now we're talking about if you talk about serial killer, I'm putting you in, motherfucker. I'll probably put you in the what, fucking ground. Do you not think though, if someone who's no, just like someone who's just like I'm gonna go run that old lady over in my car, <laughs> probably's done it. Like just that—that that was a thing they decided to. They've probably done it again and again. No, because you've you got to do some horrible shit. You might have in, but most like you, I, you could be like I'm, I killed a guy. I'm gonna be like, well, why? Yeah, and you're like, because you know he owed me money. I was like, fuck that guy then. Yeah. He shouldn't have owed you money. And yeah. I assume it's a murderable amount. Like we, if it's six <laughs> bucks, well, I'm not lending you any money anymore. Six fifty. <laughs> but tell me, would you give me up? For No, no, not for nothing. Just For nothing, nah. I'm not getting no I'm getting nothing out of it. Yeah. I'm getting a million dollars. If you're putting away like a, a serial killer. Yeah. Where do you get a fucking serial killer? You got well, me running over an old lady now. You're saying you're on the run. You're saying you're on the run. Yeah. 
You've got like, to, it you've depends, your name. Like there's, yeah. there's severity of crime. Yeah, I could tell you. I wouldn't give you up. Fuck the police. They get paid to fucking find crimes. I saw this the other day, right? And it was on, it was on Facebook. And the police have put it... I think the page was New South Wales Police. Yeah. And it was um, reported dealer. Oh, okay. Um, it's your community. It's your choice. And it's your fucking job. Yeah. Like, I'm going to dob a... De- like, I can see crackheads doing it when they owe them tick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't want to pay the tick. They're like, ah, oh, this guy's selling drugs. Yeah. Why am I going to... He's, de- oh, he's selling drugs. So yeah. what? I'm not going to do your job. You get paid a shitload... And I'm going to for free do your job? These are the same guys that instead of sitting on the side of a fucking road in a car trying to catch a speeding, go and catch fucking real criminals, mate. That's it. So I'm going to do that guy's job for him? No. No. Fucking fuck that idiot. And it's just a harmless drug dealer. So just remember, if I ever come clean and go, this is who I really am. I'm afraid now that like after the podcast you're going to go, look, it was a long time ago. But, you know, I was in college. <laughs> I was experimenting. <laughs> I, was ex- <laughs> I, told, no. I told this guy a secret. He said he was going to tell. Sarkeel, now I know yeah. you're going to. And then, now you're going to murder me. Yeah. I've just set up my own murder, damn it. Yep. I'm not going home tonight. Yeah. No. Well, not alive anyway. <laughs> no. You take me home dead. So the, the big thing you've got to. <laughs> just in the boot. <laughs> just. So the thing you've got to remember is. Um, I'm a pacifist, so I don't believe in any of that shit. Yeah. But I ser- when I seriously say this, and I, I know it sounds really bizarre and people are going to judge me on it, but if something's happened and it wasn't intentional, <coughs> you're not a serial killer. Your intent is not to hurt people. And yeah. you, you've made a mistake. I ain't going to the cops for that shit. No, but what I'm saying is I, if they can't do their job, fuck them. No, seriously. Yeah, what, no, I agree. What, what, what advantage would it be if you're reformed? Say, say you're a mad fucking crazy drug addict at the time. That's it. And you killed uh, someone you're robbing or something. Yeah. But now you're 10 years clean. But I don't think you're the same person even if to they, be held accountable for that crime. If they didn't catch you in the first 48, we've seen the TV show. That's it. They've got 48 hours. And, fuck it. See you later. Bye-bye. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really like the police, man. Like, fuck the police. Like you get that thing, people go, oh, well, you say fuck the police, but then when you're in trouble, who are you going to call? Yeah, because it's like one number. Give me another number and yeah. another group of people that'll come sort it out. Yeah. But then if I do that, if I call some other people to sort it out, then the police come and arrest me. Yeah. So they're just, they're just jealous, man. That's how the mafia run their business. They're pimps. That's it. That's a standover tactic. Yeah. I want another form of... Vigilantes. I, I want a, a private police force. Yeah, vigilantes. And then I pay a monthly fee like... like uh, Insurance, yep. right? It's a private security organization. Yeah, they have the same rights as police to perform the same investigation. Yeah, and if I opt for them, then that's fine. Yeah, like why are the police the only ones that can solve crimes and the only ones that can bring people in for interrogation and all that shit? Why can't another company do it as long as they act within the same rules? Privatization of the police force. Well, you can still have a like a Medicare level police force. Okay, and then you can have a. I suppose then the problem is the rich get the good cops. They get the richest cops, <clears throat> and they do. Then they, they go from being cops to being on the take. Yeah, that's true. You end up corrupt. It's business, man. but then that's corruption. So if the government monitors them, 
But they're not cops. They're not. They're not. The they the, will leave the speed cameraing and the pulling over jaywalkers. Yeah. And the yelling at kids for not having a helmet. We'll leave that to the you know state police or the yeah. government police. But then, like your brother gets murdered, you can go. Nah, I don't want them to handle it. I got. I got. I got a membership to the whatever they're called elite force, and I think they're going to investigate it. New South Wales vigilantes. But Vigilante is like a volunteer organisation. Yeah. I want someone who's getting paid, paid well. Get paid, motherfucker. And then you can pay like tiers, so like lower tier, it's like they're going to put one cop on it. Yeah. And then you pay like the higher tier and that's like gold member and you get like 12 cops that are going to look into gold it. Gold member. Gold member. Just the, the Faja. So I can have some of what the rich people have. Yeah. The rich people can, you know, it's, that's, that's democracy. And if we live in a democracy, I should be allowed to pick the people that solve the crimes. Mm, that's interesting. You've got to have some form of law enforcement that's supplied by the government. Absolutely. The, the problem I've got is... It doesn't mean that the police force as they are shouldn't be able to do certain things. Yeah. I've, I've got a problem now. The current format and the way the police are, that they think that they're not accountable or answerable to anyone. They think they're above the law. Yeah. And they start the way they treat people in just in protests. You know what? If people, pe- because you've got the right to protest, you don't need to turn it into an aggressive fucking fighting thing. But I think, I think protesting, I mean, as much as it shits me and I wouldn't get involved. Yeah. I don't think it's not extreme enough. I think protesting isn't like, well, you've got to riot, man. And look, our protest compared to other countries is, is fuck all, right? Our, we get a few outspoken people. They say some, you know, yeah. they walk off to a park and they have a few chants. They get to the park. Usually those people aren't even complaining about the government. They're just complaining about another group of people. Oh, they're just being outraged. Yeah. You, you know, in South Korea in particular times, it was, it was something to do with education. The fucking students were going off like for six and seven days at an end, yeah. throwing rocks at police. Fucking and oath. Like just full on. I reckon right now on the M4 where it's 40 zones and 80 zones and that, I should be able to go throw some bricks at something. Do you? Absolutely. Where's the law? You've got to have some law. Yeah. And I should be able to throw bricks at them because it's too fucking slow. Well, here's the reality. You should be able to contact your local member with a view that they will actually do something. Yeah, and they wouldn't. Of course they don't. Look at the fucking petrol, the price of petrol fluctuation. Yeah. Oh, we're going to look after that. What, what are you done about it? You know, they do fuck all. We need more riots. Like good riots, though, not like stealing TVs riots. Yeah. Like not Rod. We don't want to go Rodney King. No. We do want to go Tiananmen Square. But the riots, do they provide the answer? I think they're a statement from tired people. I don't. I don't think people reach that point out of just being bad people. No. I don't think a group of bad people get to go. Oh, we're gonna. St-. I think you push people enough. Yeah. You don't give people enough back. And that's the statement they have to make. Do you think you achieve anything from it? I don't think society is set up to make those people ever look anything but bad. Oh no, no agreed. But so so, and as I get older, I get more cynical, and I'm I was I'm always about in particular politics and and taking a particular center left view, I guess, in so many ways. And I believe in socialism as much as I like free medical. I like the government to spend money on. Education and healthcare Hospital, and all that absolutely. sort of shit. Absolutely. I'm, I'm all about that. I don't want a fucking surplus. Yeah. I want the money spent on the people and not just because that electorate 
is the most wealthiest electorate in, in the country. Yeah. I want it across the board. Everyone gets access to it. Right? And that's my mentality. But what I've found as I get older is it's just this cynical view of yeah, you can't change it. This is, this is a system that's run by and primarily I, I by men. That. It's run by a very small minority of powerful people who use money to influence the outcomes so that they can make more money, they can further take from people. Yeah. So, so here's, here's the big misdemeanor that, that people get lost in. You've got your Labor government, or your, sorry, your Labor opposition, <coughs> and you've got your coalition government, and Liberals and the Nationals. Yeah. And then you've got your Greens and, and your Independents that are in, in, in the House of Parliament, plus you've got your Senators, right? And, and here's, they're set on opposite sides of Parliament. And one speaker will speak, and then another speaker, and they, and they go head to, and and it's portrayed that these fuck they hate each other, these motherfuckers, right? And they're getting into it, and then you you see it on TV, and you go, yeah, you stick it to them, Bill, or it's an act. yeah, you stick it. And you know what? <coughs> when they go to lunch, when they go to a break, they all sit and eat together. Yeah, and they it's all, an act. It's and this is this is what they do is they make you draw a line in the sand. So you've got to go one way or the other. Should start our own government. Well, well, you got to start with a party. No, fuck the system. We're going outside of the rules here. So we're going to declare a bit of land ours. Oh, okay. Just start your own state. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to work our way up from there. So you, everyone's it, welcome to join. We'll invite the police. We'll invite the military. They're free to come if they want. We're not. It's just politicians can fuck off, and we'll start our own, and then we'll take over, and everyone will be happy. Idealistically, there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of lobbying going on to get the military on side. Yeah, well, you need a few guns. They've got guns. Why can't we have guns? See, if if I'm gonna if I'm gonna jump ship and start saying I'm gonna have my own government, I'd fuck off to Norfolk Island, and I'd jump on their wagon and go, yeah, man, let's take this place back because the Australian government stepped in and said this is ours. Yeah, and the Norfolk Islands are like, no, it's not, and they're actually applying to human rights and all sorts of stuff. To United Nations to get yeah. that back, right? But I'd be on their bandwagon. Yeah, fucking knows. Island in the Pacific. Fishing, hanging out. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the theory I'd go with. So, I'm just thinking about secrets. <laughs> we've gone from toilet... We're trying to talk about secrets. We've gone toilet humour and starting a coup. Well, no, no, because the part was is about would you give someone up? And about can you keep a secret? Yeah. Now, I think I do all right, but I'm going to actually give you a little bit of an insight to not mine but someone else's secret. Yeah. And uh, I won't mention names. Make names up. Yeah. We'll just – yeah. But this was actually when I was at school. And uh, and it's it's pretty well known amongst the guys, but what I'm going to do is give credit to – we can talk about secrets. So anyway, we were in, oh, I don't know, year 10 or 11. We are in 16, 17. And we'd always have to go to parties and stuff. And one of our mates used to disappear from a party all the time. And he didn't have a girlfriend. And he, um, and he, he's a very, very funny man, right? And he's got a wicked sense of humour. A very welcoming family, good family, funny, like top bloke. The whole family, like there's there's four of them, mum and dad and, and brother and sister, and they've just got this weird spin on life. Like they've got a, 
It's always about making people laugh. Right. Fuck so yeah. Just I, can, want, I can get down with that. Yeah, just put them in the right context. Uh, Dad worked hard. You know, they, they worked their asses off to get what they want. Anyway, he would disappear from parties and stuff. And, and I'm not telling you a story to give him up. This is, this is a really good secret. But as it turns out later on, and this is years later, right, a couple of years later, he was actually having an affair with a woman that lived across the road from him Ooh. who was his mum's best friend. Oh, so she was an older lady. Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And she had a, a younger family and, and I think through maybe doing chores or oh, – he was 16. He was the pool boy. Yeah. She liked the way he scooped those leaves. Yeah. I'll tell you about secrets. He told one of our mates. Yep. And we were in a group of about six to eight. They were pretty tight and we did everything together and talked about everything. There's a few other guys and different, like within an area, but it's like that whole year. He told one of our mates and he's the guy that I'm giving the special mention to because this is fucking amazing. He knew the whole time that this went on and never, ever, ever breathed a word to it. Yeah, that's my guy. And he just, because he would often use him as an excuse and go, I'm going to his place where he was literally... Across the road, fucking the woman across the road. Nice. Yeah. And it, and it's a great sexual awakening. Like I actually encourage it. I think it's a great thing. Oh, okay. Well, she might have been a little bit of a um, a preyed on a younger man, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, a, it can be a grey area. I mean, legally it's a less grey area, but it's one of these. He was legal. He was legal. Yeah. That was that was a thing, I presume. I don't want to get into the nitty gritty. But as a secret, right, and you've got to think about that age group, he told a good mate that was all mates of us and he never breathed the word. Now, the yeah. guy that was doing it ended up telling us, right? And we were blown away and our mate that knew just went, yeah, thank fuck that's over with. <laughs> like, I don't have to ca-. And we went, you never, ever, ever said a word. And he goes, no. Nah. Yeah, see, shit like that you wouldn't say. Now, that is fucking cool. That's tight. Because you look at all those, you see those stories of like teacher, fucking student. Yeah. And he tells like one guy and that guy goes tells, tells the whole school. Yeah. That guy kept, especially at that age, man, people talk about that shit. They want to brag. Yeah, but so, and then all it does is bring in trouble. Yeah. So at the same time that was going on, I was having a certain off the books record relationship with a girl in class. Yeah. I, didn't, I couldn't trust my mates. I felt I couldn't trust them. So I never told There's them. There's one dude you should, who you could have told who obviously. Yeah. And I, I never knew. But I just felt and – I, and I don't think – I think it might have been a bit keep it in my pocket thing because it was like if I tell you and you fuckers want to get in on the act, like if you say anything, it's all done for me. Yeah. You're like it's all out there. So um, – and that went, on, that went on for a while actually. But I didn't have that luxury and I just take my hat off to – he didn't tell lies. He kept a secret. Okay, that's fucking amazing, man. It's all these years later. Of course, the older woman, she looks like an old hag now. You wouldn't touch her. Yeah, but that's how, you know, that's how everyone ends up eventually. I won't be. No? no You're, uh, well, you know, you've got that whole uh, fountain of youth look going on. I'm going to be pretty forever. Yeah. <laughs> Just pretty. <laughs> Just, you're going to be like, like 80 and people will be like, damn, who's that 25-year-old? Yeah. And you look at people and you give them the whole finger guns and you just go, Moisturize. Moisturize. Yeah. Yeah, see, like shit like that, that's a good secret. It's a cool secret, isn't it? That's a that's a hard secret to hold, but like you wouldn't 
I still don't know how he did it. And he's not known to keep his secrets. Damn. It's not that he gives any people up. He doesn't do gossip. He doesn't do none of that shit. Yeah. He just would say something by accident. Like yeah, that would he be, accidentally sort of blurts it out. Nah, man, he was rock solid. Damn. Still to this day, this is a long time ago now, still to this day I'm like, yeah, fuck, man. I'm that's so a, proud of you. That was awesome. Quality secret holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never held a secret that long. But sometimes when you've got a big secret for someone, like it's a, it's fun to hold. Because people are saying things and you're like, oh, no, something you don't know. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah I know more. And you're going, oh, he's always leaving parties early. Yeah, man, fucking what a square. And then in your head he's going, he's, he's doing better than all of you. And you know what? I had no fucking clue. Because he he's, he's like, he's... He's just a character. Yeah. Like it's he's not he's not outlandish, but he he will say funny shit and he's got no filter. Yeah. As in he'll just say it. It's funny and and he, he would never intentionally hurt anyone. Nothing like that. Right. And he just sat on it and sat on it, and then he invested in a mate. I had no inclination whatsoever. There was no way possible I could have ever guessed or worked it out. That's some mighty fine secreting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I dig it. So if I had another secret, I'd, I'd tell you, but I, I think I'm... I'll tell you a good secret. Tell me. I don't even know if it's a secret, but I've never met anyone else who knows. Put peanut butter on pancakes. What the fuck? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that a secret or a brain deficiency? <laughs> the fuck are you putting? You've never what done the it. Fuck See, is that, and that's, that's true. That's okay. a secret. It's okay. my secret to the best pancake you'll ever have. Put peanut butter on that bitch. So now we're talking about crunchy peanut butter. Now we're talking about hidden secrets. Yeah, secret gems, little good times that you don't know about. So my ex partner, when you talk about pancakes, introduced me to pancakes. Yep, with crispy bacon inside. That's like a real American thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Her, her grandfather um, was born in America. Okay. And he, he was out here in Australia. But, yeah, a, a nice thin pancake. Yeah. Crispy bacon. Touch of maple syrup. Roll it up. Yeah. Sensational. So I'm not going to knock your peanut butter. Peanut butter, man. You can stick your chips in the hamburger up your ass. You're a... No. You and don't, you don't and actually, I, and I'll get a reference for you today. I spoke to Big M about it. Yeah. And I went, just out of interest, and because I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, he fucking does. Just out of interest, you put fries and, and he goes, yeah, of course I do. Don't you? And yeah. I went. Because he knows, he knows the way. He's and I, enlightened. And I went, no. And he went, yeah, well, there's something wrong with you. And I went, fuck, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting into this now. You don't know, man, but put peanut butter on a pancake. Yeah. Boom, you're in heaven. You can even put Vegemite on them. No. <laughs> and I love Vegemite. Fucking. You put Marmite on them. Two different worlds, man. You could put deviled ham spread on them. No. You could no. put you could put baked beans on them. No. No. <laughs> you're trying, fucking. Trying to, you could put sardines on you're them. You're fucking with the world now. <laughs> Peanut butter, man. If, I'm telling you. If put you it had, on anything. If you had a another a hidden secret, not you personally, like a food or something like that, what would you say? Is a hidden secret that's actually out there in front of everyone, like f- like food wise, drink wise, anything hidden secret, best hidden secrets, like a hidden gem, like something, a, yep. a good recommendation. Yep. I'd say, uh, and you, you'd agree with this one, Letterkenny. Letterkenny's a fantastic fucking television show. Anyone who can find it, watch it, and if you don't get it, something wrong with you. Yeah. So 
the best way to describe it is Lady Kenny's a um I was gonna say mythical. It's not mythical. Uh, I don't think it has elements of mythical. No, but it's it's not a real town. It's a, a fictional fictional town. Fictional town. Use they've taken the name from an Irish town. Yeah. And they as a fictional town in uh Canada. Ontario? Yeah. I, don't I think know. it's Ontario. Is it Ontario? It's remember. rural Ontario. Yeah. It I think for the, the, the Canadians who watch it, it it's a play on stereotypes of the people you'd find in those towns. It's so clever. But outside of that, it's genius writing, works on so many levels, fantastic characters, shot so well. It's, it's a work of art. Yeah. And it's funny as all hell and every moment counts in that show. There's no shit. Everything at all the time is a joke. It's leading up to something. It goes into these fantastic discussions they'll have and they oh. just get... More and more absurd and intelligent and hilarious, and every single second of that show is joy, pure yeah. joy. I think it's it's hard to find episodes, even though there's like six seasons out there. But there's definitely it began as a YouTube series it's called Six Seasons. I believe they're up to six seasons. There's oh. only six episodes a season. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's, uh, I bet they started off as Letterkenny Problems on YouTube. Yeah, that's right. And that's that's, right. that's the beginning of it. So you can definitely find that out there. See, and that's a success story, right? They so sponsor int- us, Letterkenny. Yeah, puppers. But the, you you introduced that to me. Yeah. And I still, I don't understand how in Australia we haven't got access to it somehow. Yeah, it's got to be some some legal thing, obviously. But they have a huge Australian following and they the, the Canadians recognise it. And they're aware of it. Yeah, they recognise it, but they haven't worked out how we're getting it. <laughs> well, they know that we're not getting it through legitimate means. Yeah. Yeah, so it's I think a crazy. It, and it does have. I think Canadians and Australians are sort of kindred spirits, especially when it comes to sort of comedy. Yeah, we get a lot of what they do. I think they get a lot of what we do. Yeah, they do. And and it's as an Australian, you can really really enjoy the comedy. Yeah. I think as anyone though, like globally, I think it has an appeal. Oh, I think it's just a fantastic written show, it, and it's it captures the a reality. Inside a world that's not real, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's it. Like there's an over exaggeration of different characters, but they're real. They are real. I mean, it's sort of they call themselves hicks, and and there's this idea that oh, you know, people that live real are idiots, but it's just not not true. Not in a modern day where everything we have access to so much information, it's it's a it's a farce that yeah. people are stupid. And, yeah, and they, and they go with that the idea that people are you know, set in their ways and work with their culture, but they're not unaware or stupid. Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's a great show. And I agree. It is an absolute hidden secret that yeah. is out there right in front of your face. It's not a hyped up uh, fake laughter. Oh, no canned laughter. There's no... No build to every punchline. It comes and it goes. It's like natural conversation. Like yeah. it's just there and it's gone and if you miss it, it's on to the next. It's not trying to sort of... Bask in its own glory. You know, one of the things I like about it, and it impresses me, it doesn't do character introduction. No. You meet the people in everyday life. Yeah. That there's no one that says, oh, and why do you wear that? Are you a farmer? Like it doesn't, it doesn't, like. It's read between the lines humour. Yeah, it's very clever, man. Fuck, it's a good it's show. fantastic. Yeah, it is a good show. I love it. Yeah, so I, so I that's defi- a, that's I definitely a highly recommend that. The Hidden Gem. Yeah, the only one I'd say that I can recommend The Hidden Gem, and it's on Netflix, so it's it's accessible. I just don't think people talk about it enough, is Big Mouth. 
Oh, yeah. The animated show. That's a fantastic show. I think it's a very, very clever piece of work. After the first season, I thought there's no way in the world that they're going to be able to top that and they've just come out and crushed it with the second season and they've signed for a third. Awesome. So, yeah, and people often – I find some adults get put off by animation. The idea that, that it's a cartoon. Yeah. And Even think, though if you look at most movies, are you know, CGI. Yeah, it's – but this is a television show that talks about adolescence. It talks about sexuality. It's a fucking. It's funny. It's got quirky characters in it. It's got some fucking great gags. You know, it's Shane. It's, it is. It's Shane Lizard. Fan, fantastic show. Where every moment there's something funny going on. Yeah. There's a million to Shane Lizard. Shane Lizard. Just crazy characters. Name? Crazy characters, and it's sort of how the kids see the world, but in an adult setting. Like, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. recommend that to a child. No, but there's be, be parts that you could, like an adolescent, there's parts yeah. that you could actually go, hey, listen, this is a funny spin on it. And it's dirty humour, but it's not shamelessly dirty. Like, yeah. like uh, dick and fart jokes, but it's clever. Oh, it's that, done really well. And and, the, and it's the, the, the idea that every young boy and girl has a hormone monster. Hormone monster. It's fucking so clever because at that age your hormones are going mental. Absolutely. And the, and the hormone monster is like the voice of how erratic they are. Yeah, exactly. Well, on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up. We've had a couple of, yeah. of gems. We, this is our ninth episode. Number nine. Number ten will be our Valentine's Day episode. So we'll be talking about love Love. and giving i think giving out some great dating advice some great young players in the game yeah and there's a hint we've already given one away no fart policy if you want no fart policy there's always a worker um what about um flame t-shirts surf sucks it happened great pasties it's no longer there but anyway um i've got to find these flame shirts because you will fucking dig them so we're going to talk about love we're going to talk about we're going to talk about who you are going to uh, target as your Valentine. Okay. So I think between the two of us, between now and, and the next podcast, because this will come out on Valentine's Day. Yep. We would have sent something, someone, a Valentine's. And we're going to discuss it. Are we? I didn't even know I was doing no, that. No, no. I'll go with that. Yeah. It's going to be, it's, it's, a, it's a chore between, not a chore. A chore. More homework. No, it's not homework. You were destined to be exercise. a exercise. It's an, an exercise. exercise. I fucking hate teachers. <laughs> an exercise. That we've got to send someone a Valentine. Yeah. Roses, a letter. Uh, could could dick be, pic. Doesn't doesn't no. I'm past dick pic. Strippergram. Uh, no no. It could be. It could be something very minute. My my um, my tactic is I, I yell things at them from moving cars. Okay. Okay. How's that working for you? It's working. Okay. <laughs> well, with that, we're going to sign off. Alrighty. Thanks for the chat. We'll see you next time. Ciao for now. Enjoy. A little uh, ditty for you. A little awkwardness. Yeah. She's drifting with nothing to do With peloton steps She's quite to accept The weather and time's turning screw She lives
No 